0: Ah, oh, that never gets old.
1: In the world's
0: playground That what was done to President Trump was quote fair game, It's just it was such dirty pool. It's not even, just not even in this hemisphere of being a proper thing to say. Well, you know, Merrick Garland said, oh, we don't really like to do this. We really like to uh, limit searches, and you know, just the tiniest little bit. Like they just want to go after like one crumb in a corner somewhere. Meanwhile, they seek a warrant to be able to take anything they want from January 20th, 2017 through January 20th, 12 noon of uh, 2021. Now, does anybody think that's limited? Does anybody think that's right? I don't know that I've ever heard of a warrant like this before. That you could just take anything. No wonder they were in there for nine and a half hours. And also too, how can any, anyone feature Adam Schiff? This man is a clown. He has no credibility whatsoever, and anytime you hear him, you should just tune him out. He is a joke. He is unserious. Also, is anyone else concerned that the FBI took attorney-client privilege documents? I'll tell you, shame on this magistrate. He's not even a judge. This, this clown that recused himself very recently because obviously he feels that he cannot stand in judgment of President Trump. But why then did he sign this warrant? Because they have to. The answer is simple. They have to. As, as you breathe air... So they live an existence, a tortured existence of President Trump. Literally, he doesn't even have to rent it. It's free. Occupying space in their brains. They can't let it go. I told you long ago, they will never let it go. How many years ago did I tell you that President Trump will be under investigation for the rest of his life? And his children. And I guess it will even extend to grandchildren. It'll never end. Just never, ever, ever. And what's his high crime? Because they loved him. Hollywood, the whole Democrat media loved him. Couldn't get enough until he ran for president of the United States. And remember, there was a big joke at first. Ha, 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 ha. They weren't concerned at all. They thought he wasn't even going to run. He just wanted to say that he was going to run. Then it was, oh, he's running, but nothing here. Then it was, he's running, but he can't win. Then it was, hey, whoa, what the hell's going on? Oh, but he'll win the Republican nomination, but he can't win the presidency. So they never really flipped their lids until Trump beat Hillary. Because that was against everything, all the rules of their twisted nature. And here we go again. It's all the very same people, all doing the very same thing all over again. Liars who lie about lying. It's who they are. I would hope that fair-minded people would be. As concerned, or maybe even more concerned, about the obvious political nature of this hit, there's nothing clean about this. It's filthy, completely filthy. And I would think that people should, I know I am, very concerned that the FBI took attorney-client privilege documents. I'll tell you what, I, I think they've poisoned the well and... They're not going to get away with any of this once it has an opportunity to shake out. Remember, I'm not saying it's going to take four years all over again, but it took basically three, four years for Russia collusion. Every day I would say this is fake. It's not real. The truth in the fourth stage, I don't know how long it will take. It's obviously going to take years. We'll become self-evident. And look at that. Look at how that whole thing collapsed. And ironically, not because this is always the way that it is. Everything they accuse you of, they are guilty of. They accused Trump of Russia collusion. It was Hillary. Now, if that was a, an incredibly high crime, then why was it no big deal when it was proven that Hillary Clinton actually conspired and colluded with Russia? Should have been a terribly big deal. And did anybody else find it just a little bit just disgusting, like make you want to throw up in your mouth just a little bit? Spit it out, though. Don't swallow it. It burns. That Hunter Biden is on Air Force One while President Trump's home is being raided. Anybody else find that just a little bit interesting, just a little bit disgusting, just a little bit even? And you can imagine these, these animals, they had to be yucking it up. Look at us. We're going to our $20 million free South Carolina weekend. These suckers, these chumps, these dopes. Can you believe they put us in here? Do you know how they laugh at the stupid idiots that put Joe Biden in as a teleprompter reader, placeholder? Fake president. Can you imagine how they laugh? God, they take advantage of everything. Let's see what they take when they leave. Because they will leave. You get, you get one chance at this. This was a supernatural, one-time-only, bizarro world, blue-plate special. And I just love the Democrat media because they're saying, oh, we're really concerned about Republicans and their condemnation of the FBI because we're worried about how law enforcement officers are going to get hurt. Well, they didn't didn't care anything about Brett Kavanaugh or his family or any number of other conservatives that are threatened all the time. They're warning the violent rhetoric is dangerous and absurd. No, not, not that their disgusting raid is an assault on the Constitution. And don't, don't forget, refresh it in your mind if, if you either have forgotten or you didn't see it. He was about an hour late. And then when Merrick Garland finally, three plus days later, finally said something... About what was done, because keep in mind, if you're going to raid the president of the United States, you've, you've got to tell the American people why you did it. You let three days go by. They let Trump win this. They they're catching they're they're playing catch up and there's no way to catch up. Even with the Democrat media. By their side, they still can't get past. The unfiltered American people that know exactly what happened here. And how incredibly wrong it was. More on this when we come back. It's approaching 16 minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. I've got a, a nice program in store for you. I'll do my small part. The 7 o'clock hour wide open forum. Our phone lines will open at 609-407-1450. All 7 o'clock hour long, your phone calls. John Zarek on a special day. Uh, and you know I told you this. I said Ukraine will be completely off the radar screen. The media won't talk about it. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of stuff going on, but there's no reporting anymore because the media in America, I'm just telling you the way it is. It's like a shotgun blast. They, they don't stay on any one thing for too long. Unless it's Trump, of course, then they never stop. Because he is uh, just, he's click gold, ratings gold. It's just, they just won't ever stop with him. But notice, maybe I'm even refreshing your memory. It's not that you forgot that there's a war going on between Russia and Ukraine. But when is the last time you heard anything about it? John Zarek actually went to the region, and he's been following up and helping and making contributions of his own because the need is incredibly significant. And I said long ago that we would enter a dangerous phase where it's still going on, the need is greater than ever, and nobody is paying any attention to it, which really helps Russia more than anyone. All right, here's Tommy Laren. We'll be back. I'm early in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one news talk radio station all because of you, and we know it. Fox News
2: commentary. Alas, the cruise line industry is making the wise, logical, and right decision when it comes to COVID protocol. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Help the Tunnel to Towers Foundation do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's heroes. Heroes like Misotis Familia, who couldn't wait to join the NYPD to protect her community. She proudly wore her uniform, but was ambushed and shot in the head in the line of duty solely for the uniform she wore. She is survived by three children who received a mortgage-free home from Tunnel to Towers. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org cruise lines are making big changes to their draconian covid vax requirements starting next month carnival cruise line will no longer force unvaccinated customers to submit an exemption to come aboard though that doesn't include voyages over 16 days or in australia princess norwegian celebrity cruises plus royal caribbean are also following suit by removing vaccine requirements for most trips to most destinations starting early in september testing requirements will still be in place but this shift is still great news and a great indication that we are finally moving back to the old normal a normal where your vaccination status does not determine your inclusion in everyday life. Though I applaud the cruise lines for making this important step, I have to wonder what took so long. We've known for quite some time that COVID jabs plus boosters do not prevent infection or spread, so why were they ever mandated? COVID is a glorified cold at this point. If you're sick or you're scared, stay home, but let everyone else move on. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to my hot takes at FoxNewsCommentary. Pharmaceuticals.
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5. South Jersey's number one talk station.
0: I'll tease this more in about seven minutes, but I do want to let you in on the fact that we had we had a great weekend in so many ways. Uh, and some of it's covered in some of the articles that we've written over the weekend. But we had a great week in terms of fabulous readership because we have incredible analytics here at Town Square Media. So I know exactly how many people read what we do uh, in different areas. And we had a big weekend with the stuff that we wrote. We wrote a piece about when a future senator lived right next door to the Atlanta County Jail. That's going to go bananas today. Check it out. We filed it at about 4.30 this morning. It's a story about former Senator Bill Gormley, his family, where they lived for 22-plus years. It's a great story. We also wrote an awesome piece over the weekend on Saturday morning about great New Jersey stores that we once loved but are now closed. And oh, has that done gangbusters. Thank you so much for your readership there. And this morning we also wrote a piece about the Summers Point Gateway Playhouse. Last week it was Chicago, the high school edition. This weekend it was Bye Bye Birdie. We took in both shows. I watched three shows in two weeks and absolutely have fallen in love with the Summers Point Gateway Playhouse. I cannot wait until the winter and next summer season. So it was a very busy weekend with our digital presence. Check it out. We'll plug this coming up, as I mentioned, at the bottom of the hour. So, yeah, I don't want to talk too much more about condemnations of those who are telling the truth. I'm sick of that. I'm sick of the liars getting protected. And and in other words, you shouldn't say anything about an unseemly raid of the immediate past president of the United States, something that's never been done in 250 years. Hey, speaking of 200-plus years, in doing the piece that we did on Senator Gormley and some of the things that I know Atlanta County Clerk Joe Girallo wants to do, and I'm telling you, keep an eye on this guy. I'll tell you what, whatever he does, I mean, he loves being the clerk, but if he ever ran for something else, whatever he does – It's almost impossible not to support him. First of all, he's a prince of a guy. He's kind. He's hardworking. Uh, You can be kind and not be a pushover. He's not a pushover. Leads by example. Not afraid to get his hands dirty. And I mean work hard. I don't mean do dirty things. Works very, very hard. And in the piece that we did... I know there's a lot of things. I, I basically have coined that he is he is the Atlanta County historian right now. He sees things that shouldn't be thrown away and he makes sure that they're not and wants to get things renovated that should be preserved. Just a really good guy. But in the piece that I wrote where he is prominently featured, the Gormley piece, We are 15 years away. That's all from being 200 years as a county, the county of Atlantic, just 15 years away. Not even because we're well through 2022. In 2037, Atlantic County will turn 200 years young, and if all goes well, I'll be here and you'll be there. How am I, I'm not going to promise much longer than that. Maybe I'll set that as a goal because, number one, I'll have to live to be about 75 or 77 and want to keep doing this and waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning, which I've been doing now for 31 years. Believe me, I love it. I'm not complaining, but it's, uh, it's not easy. But anything that's worth anything isn't easy. Hard work isn't easy, but hard work feels good. Hard work is good for you. I've seen people that live their lives. They they work really hard avoiding working. God rest his soul. I'm not going to say who it is. He passed away, but it's somebody that I always had a soft spot for, I can't explain it because he was lazy and everything I don't want to see in someone. But I always had a soft spot for him. I remember when we were younger, I would be at his house and right in front of me, uh, his parents would say, why can't you be more like Harry? I never felt comfortable with that kind of thing being said. But I had a soft spot. And I used to say to him when we were young, I said, do you realize how hard you work trying to avoid working? Just work. Just work. It's easier and it's more rewarding. He was so creative at coming up. I mean, literally like slip Mahoney. Maneuvering out of anything, but using more energy than it would take to just work. So people sometimes ask me, I don't talk about it much on air. How long do you want to keep doing this? It's a great question. I'm not afraid to answer it. Number one, there has to be at least one media outlet that wants you to work. So it's not completely your decision, except I will say this. We are living in times where you can go right past the media and you can start your own platform. You can do your own podcast. You can do your own website, which we've had longer than anybody and i mean we've got harryhurley.com harryhurley.net harryhurley.info uh, i think i'm leaving one out i have four i think but anyhow uh, and i just keep them because you just you know you just you lose if you don't keep the names you lose them so even ones i'm not actively using i keep them one time i did renew and there was a mistake made and i had somebody reach out to me and it was like ransom uh they want me to pay them like ten thousand dollars I can't remember if it was harryhurley.com or harryhurley.net I said no I said I'm not gonna be paying you that I said because you're not gonna have it within the next 24 to 48 hours you only think you have it this this you don't have it he goes oh no I do have it I said no you don't have it you'll see it's a mistake and of course I, I was right because we don't we don't let that happen we, we, we always renew. But that's what happens. You, you drop your name and you'll have somebody offering you to buy it back. But there's so when I get asked the question, how long will you continue to do this? It's it's a very dynamic question. It sounds easy, but it's not because not all of it is in your control. You need someone to want you to continue. That's always nice we've been fortunate there but we take nothing for granted ever number 2 you have to be healthy enough and you don't have total control of that you can do your part eat well try to keep your weight down you know do the right things get regularly screened and you know do do what you're supposed to do but still no guarantees there and not last but not least you have to want to still do it. If there ever came a point where I didn't love my work, I couldn't do it because it's just too many hours. Even when I'm not here with you Monday through Friday, uh, Margie will back me up on this. I never stop. So at some point, because you only get so many years in this amazing life that we're given. You have to do some reflection at some point and say, you know, how long do you want to keep doing something? Now, I don't don't feel like the end is near or anything like that. But it's just a matter of many, many variables and some of which are not in your control at all. Many people all of a sudden, that's that. Hey, where'd that one go? I don't know. What happened? So you just don't know. Brian Kilme made a presentation like that. When we were on the stage together at Talkers New York, you just you don't know. That's why I, I always talk about let's make it count. We know what we've got right here, right now. Let's make this count. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Whatever day that happened last Friday or whenever it happened, uh, all of a sudden, do you think we were going to be talking about a raid that, that last week? That took us well into the weekend and still talking about it uh, going into this week. You never know. That's why I think it's always really important to make it count. Do the best you can. Do everything that you possibly can. Because the rest of it, it's not written yet. And it can turn... It can turn on a dime. You just don't know. You've seen people on top one second and in the outhouse the next. Will Smith. Nobody even talks about him anymore. He can't get a role doing anything. He is toxic, radioactive, because he made one decision. I will tell you, I saw a video of him slapping another guy in the the face. Not as hard. He backhanded backhand him. And the guy looked. The guy came up to him at like a rope line thing and hugged him and then kind of put his face on one side, his face on the other side. Then he went to kiss him on the lips. And Will Smith was like, you know, go, go uh, do a search on that. Notice I didn't say Google. Do a search on that. You'll see it. He backhand clocks him right in the face. Like, what are you doing? and he walked over and talked to the media he says this guy's trying to kiss me on the lips he goes I had to, I had to clock him or something like that he says Now it all takes a different appearance after what he did to um, to Chris Rock. But you never know that's just one example it doesn't have to be like that or an Al Franken. It doesn't have to be like that but it can be it can be anything. Health. Desire to continue. Desire for your employer for you to continue. I mean, so many things. So I'm just a big believer. Make it count. Just uh, I'm I'm a believer in, that's why I don't stop. Just doing as much as I can for as long as I can. Part of it for as long as I want to. And for as long as someone will have me. It's all very um, intertwined with things beyond your control. That's why some of the people that have monetized themselves and have gone the the individual route of just creating their complete, utter brand, I I have to tell you, I have tremendous respect for Kid Rock. I'll tell you why when we come back. This is the Town Square, New Jersey, Info and Weather Network. And it is Harry Hurley with three stories you can follow right now on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. It's 35 minutes past the hour when a future senator lived right next door to the Atlanta County Jail. I think it's a great story, and I hope you'll read it on the app or on the website. Great New Jersey stores that we once loved but are now closed. That has just gone supernova viral. Thank you for that readership on that. And we wrote this morning about Summers Point Gateway Playhouse's From the Town
3: Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Chance of a passing shower this morning, and that's it. We'll go from mostly cloudy to breaks of sun this afternoon. It'll be warm, but still not that humid. Look for a high temperature around 80 degrees across South Jersey. Partly cloudy and comfortable tonight, low 64. Tomorrow, partly sunny and breezy, with a stray shower chance right along the coast. Tomorrow's high temperature comes down to around 78. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. The number of people
1: doing business early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Dot com. Hi, it's Mark Lee and Van Camp. Join us
3: later
0: today at one.
3: Now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM South Jersey's talk station.
0: Thank you. 42 minutes past the hour. Guest listener John wrote me because I was just talking about uh, the stores that we loved once that are now closed and how well it did. Um, with readership and such, Uh, and he wrote Best Milkshakes, and I wrote, I just sent him a copy of the link. We did that, and it did incredibly well. Look that one up. Best Milkshakes in Atlanta County. Oh, the the hardest part about these types of things, not so much the stores that closed, because the stores that closed, closed. Nothing subjective about that. They were open once, and we loved them, and they closed. And we were sad. Boo-hoo. But the other ones are really tough because you can't go on and on and on and on and on if you have the ten best or whatever you set it at. You invariably leave ones out that are fantastic, and that's the only thing that um, that I don't like about that. I mentioned Kid Rock right before the break. I-, I couldn't even tell you like the songs he has and things like that. Some of them I guess I know, but he made himself uncancelable, and that. Is fantastic. He can't have some record label tell him to shut up and not believe what he believes. He cannot be canceled because he does his own thing and he goes right to the public. That is something you're going to be seeing more of where people are going to be like, hey, forget about it. I'm not having somebody tell me. I can't be me or tell me I can't say this or or can't do this and have to worry about boycotts and this and all this crazy stuff. He doesn't have to worry about any of that. And incidentally, he doesn't get any of it. They only come after you if they think they have a chance. So that's you got to give. I mean, he's got a whole thing going on. Self-contained, smart business model. I want to agree this morning with Senator Rand Paul. I just interviewed his father a couple of weeks ago on Fox News Radio when we were filling in for Brian Kilmeade. Rand Paul has called for the repeal of the Espionage Act following the FBI raid of Trump's Florida state. Now, by the way, um, I got I don't want to call out who did it. But I got an I got a text message. I didn't get a chance to write them back because it was right before airtime, and they wrote me about it. Have you seen how everybody's now not saying it's it's um, a raid, and they're saying it's a search? Here's a Fox News headline right now: Senator Rand Paul calls for repeal of the Espionage Act following FBI raid of Trump's Florida estate. So, Fox isn't doing it. Maybe they have you know a couple of weekend uh, liberals or something that look at this differently, but uh, all the people I care about, all the people I work with, all the people I know, uh, they're all saying that it's a raid. Because it was a raid. It wasn't a, a search. A search for everything you want to take from January 20th, 2017 through January 20th, 2021? Come on. So we'll tell you Rand Paul's logic and I think he's right on point. We'll be back. Don't go away. This is Hurley
1: in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. It's Hurley in the Morning, anytime, anywhere on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG
0: Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 51 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. Wide open forum coming up right after the top of the hour news break. You can call in. Hope you will. At six oh nine four zero seven fourteen fifty, eight o'clock hour this morning, John Zarik is going to give us an update about Ukraine, which you don't hear anyone in the media talking about anymore. But I can assure you, uh, the situation is extremely uh, tenuous, and there is a lot going on. It's just the media has decided to move on, which makes it even more dangerous. And Mayor Kane. In today's nine o'clock hour. Rand Paul said, quote, the Espionage Act was abused from the beginning to jail dissenters of World War One. It is long past time to repeal this egregious affront to the First Amendment. So he's he's on that. A lot of people uh, don't like what the FBI did, what the Department of Justice did. It's a shame. I'll tell you what they you have to admit in in pursuit of wokeness and political insanity, political correctness, whatever you want to call it. The FBI was recognized as the greatest law enforcement agency in the history of the world and a handful of people. I'm telling you right now the thousands of agents that must be so disgusted with their leadership and what they've done to disgrace, to debase. Ah, oh, just terrible. And while we were away, Salman Rushdie was uh, stabbed a bunch of times. Now I can report to you that he's off the ventilator. His agent said, quote, his agent is Andrew Wiley. He said, quote, he's off the ventilator, so the road to recovery has begun. He got stabbed in the neck. He got stabbed all over the place. He got stabbed in the liver. You get stabbed in the liver, I'm telling you, that's... Fighters will tell you they go for the liver shot. If you hit someone, I've watched it. I've actually watched it film, watched it late last week. I saw this fighter say, get ready. You're going to be on the canvas in about five seconds and the guy said to him no way so all of a sudden it was just it was a left to the kidney boom and and he it was a delayed reaction about probably one or two seconds and it was a right he threw a left then he came in with a right uppercut and bam Right in the liver. Guy drops. Drops like a fly. liver is is tough stuff. All right, I'm gonna call out BS. Uh, I've been doing this for every election in Texas since the Democrat media just anointed Beto O'Rourke as someone that should be in some office in texas and of course when all, all else failed he then ran for president and he lost there as well so now he's running for governor this guy just runs for everything and loses so they do a, a, a poll the dallas morning news and the university of texas at tyler and nothing's changed since may abbott leads he leads by they're, they're calling it a firm seven point lead to 39%. But they polled registered voters. Come on, this election is in a couple of months. You got to poll likely voters. What are you doing? This poll was August 1st through August 7th. Now here's what you got to love. They oversampled Democrats. Yippee undersampled Republicans and then they make it look like Beto O'Rourke is close here's what I will guarantee you that poll will not be the election day result guaranteed Beto O'Rourke like Hillary Clinton and others like that that the media wants to win they want them to win they always poll better than they, in advance than they do on election day. Lobiondo was the same way. They always had his Democratic challenger closer. Van Drew's the same way. Palestina's the same way. It, it, it's not just at the national level. And this is a state-level race as well. Statewide, not a district. But it's, it's every time. The Democrat always polls great, so wonderful. Donald Trump, he never led, ever, ever, until he won the only poll that counts, and that's on Election Day itself. All right, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I'm also not going to fail to report it. It just, it, it, This stuff is just too much. Monkey pox is and You watch. They're acting like they're just looking at it. No, it's you watch. It's going to get renamed. Monkey pox has been deemed to be racist. But you have to understand working at home or being told rather to come into work and not being able to work at home is racist. Now, how, how could that possibly be? Because of an unprecedented 100 plus year type pandemic? Companies did what they had to do, kept it going any way they could, virtual, work from home, whatever it it took, digital meetings. But if a company tells you we need you back at work, it's not racist. Just like monkeypox isn't racist, they... They won't let anything be what it is anymore. Remember the big dust up of the China calling it the China virus? Every virus has been called pretty much over many years, decades, many, many decades. Where it came from, Hong Kong flu. You could go on and on, Spanish flu. But if you called it the China virus, you were racist. Racist. Although the media called it that until all of a sudden they decided, well, wait a minute now. Trump is saying this. No, no, we got to now make that racist. So listen to what they're probably going to name it. Monkeypox is going to be renamed either two families or either clads or clades, C-L-A-D-E-S, clades, clades. So you will have maybe clade one or clade two. Or maybe they're just going to call it two. I mean, this is this is where we're at. Japanese encephalitis. Marburg virus, Spanish influenza, Middle Eastern respiratory syndrome. These are all geographic areas and things where none of that's racist either. Monkeypox was first named in 1958 when research monkeys in Denmark were observed to have the disease. That's where it came from. It's not racist. It's it's accurate. But, of course, it's going to change.
1: WPGG Atlantic City. WENJ HD3 Millville. A town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. Call me now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground... To the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
0: Thank you very much. Six minutes past the hour. It is your turn to play. Check in. At 609-407-1450, and we'll go to your calls. Persistence on steroids times infinity. How else can you even process what I'm about to tell you? Now, this was not anywhere near here, but it caught my eye, and I want to share it with you because there are times where principle comes out ahead of logic or reason or expedience a man i think it was 22 years ago a man was overcharged by 25 cents for train tickets more than 20 years later and a hundred court appearances later he will finally get his refund here's the story and it's a bbc story See, I read all over the place, uh, and especially with how dishonest the Democrat media is. Uh, Jerusalem papers are phenomenal. Uh, Times uh, in uh, England is great. So this fellow by the name of Tung Nath an Indian lawyer, was overcharged by 20 rupees, which is 25 cents, I checked, for two train tickets that he bought in 1999. Last week, after a 22-year court battle against the Northeastern Rail, uh, Railway, that's a division of Indian Railways, Chertavati was finally told he'd be getting his refund. Quote, I've attended more than 100 hearings in connection with this case, Chattervady said. He's 66 years old, by the way. Quote, but you can't put a price on the energy and time I've lost fighting the case. Really, I'd want to have like Harry Hurley life coach. I'd want to say this has probably given you so much aggravation for 22 years. Was it worth it? You have to pick your battles, don't you? In 1999, Chaturvedi visited a ticket clerk to buy two train tickets from Mathura to Morabad actually Muradabad, both in the northern Indian state of Uttar Pradesh. The tickets cost 35 rupees each, 44 cents, but when he gave 100 rupees, a dollar 26, to the clerk, Chattervadi only received 10 rupees, 13 cents in change. BBC News reported that Chaturvedi told the clerk that he was overcharged by 20 rupees or 25 cents, but was refused a refund. Shortchanged and angry, he decided to sue the railways and the clerk in an Indian consumer court. The legal battle dragged on partly because the railways tried to move the case from a consumer court to a railway tribunal, quote, but we used a 2021 Supreme Court ruling to prove that the matter could be heard in a consumer court," Chaturvedi told the BBC News. And there, there was discussion. You know, hey, isn't this a waste of time? He said about, well, but quote, nevertheless, it's not about the money that matters. This is always about a fight for justice and a fight against corruption. Chaturvedi told BBC News after the epic legal battle, the railways last week were ordered to refund Chaturvedi. He will receive 20 rupees at 12 percent interest per year. If the money is not paid out within 30 days, the interest rate will be raised to 15 percent per annum, according to the Indian newspaper The Print. The railways must also pay him a fine of 15,000 rupees. It's $188, by the way. Chattervedi told BBC News that he hopes the case would inspire others not to give up, quote, when the fight looks tough. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know me. I don't have time to fight for 22 years for 25 cents. Uh, no, no thanks. No thanks at all. But uh, isn't that a crazy story? Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. How you doing? Very well. Thank you.
4: You know, I was, everybody's like sick and tired of hearing the raid and everything else. But, and, you know, the top secret papers, nuclear secrets and all that. Well, I, I just thought you should know, I have the complete technical uh information for the empire's death star do you think i should worry about an fbi raid
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious uh no no i I know i know i love it i love your humor i love the pop culture i love it all and a little bit of levity on top of how serious this is because this once again it divides america it gets people all razzed up and it's not good for our country They should have handled this very differently. Merrick Garland announced how they should have handled it. But then he went and did the very thing he says they don't do. Uh, They should have never done this.
4: Well, I'll tell you something, you know, and I know you would agree and your listeners that with everything going on we have we have to laugh
0: at the silliest things nowadays. Yeah, except I mean think about this though Peter. They're they're whispering and they're leaking like crazy to their favorite Democrat media people that they want to charge President Trump potentially with espionage and things like that. I mean, they just don't let up. I'm going to make a prediction. I haven't said this yet, but I've known it from the beginning. President Trump will not be criminally charged for any of this because I think they realize if they criminally, if they took this to a grand jury and if a grand jury indicted the former president for these papers, I I think there's a chance we could lose the country.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: But just have a blessed day, okay? You too, Peter. Good to talk to you. Radio. Thank you sir. 6094071450. You will join us right after the break. Please don't go away. 6094071450 an open phone line. 6094071450. John Zarek, update about Ukraine which no one's talking about anymore, which is exactly what we told you was going to happen, which means it's a very dangerous stage, dangerous phase of this war. Because with no coverage, Russia can get away with all kinds of stuff. But this is the way it works. You will own just like Afghanistan. We told you the same thing there. Do you know there are terrible things happening in Afghanistan? Horrible, horribly bad things. But this media in our country, they can only stay on something for so long. Then they've got to go to the next thing. It's the way they work. 407-1450, 407-1450, open phone line on the Hurley in the Morning program, WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 South Jersey's number one news talk radio station. Here's Sean Hannity.
5: Turn up your
6: radio.
7: Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Because this had backfired and blown up in their face all week, all of a sudden we get the leak Because every American will take note if it has to do with nuclear weapons. So we're just going to leak that next. And, And by the way, all of this rhetoric against the FBI. No, I'm going out of my way as I have my entire all during the Russia collusion lie hoax. I go out of my way to praise the rank and file. Because I do respect them. And then it, they say, Are you, this talk of the, the FBI abusing power and being corrupt, I talked about it for three years, but I always made the distinction. I'm saying you can't trust this FBI or DOJ. They have earned our distrust. Well, that means you want some people to harm them. God, no, never.
1: Check out the Sean Hannity radio show later today, right here. the smartest way to hire and right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free that's right free just go to this exclusive web address ziprecruiter.com/free that's ziprecruiter.com/free ziprecruiter.com slash sean hannity this afternoon at three now hurley in the morning on wpg talk radio 95.5
0: it is 21 minutes past the hour 609 407 1450 phone lines are open 609 407 1450 if you'd like to check in we're an open forum this hour it's our only wide open forum of today's program 609 407 1450 john zarek at 8 Mayor Kane at nine, eight o'clock hour will be a discussion uh, on Ukraine and you're not hearing anything. And it's probably been for several weeks now, just no reporting at all. You'll hear Brian Kilmeade say uh, people are listening from all over, including Ukraine. He's on it a little bit, but you don't hear basically anyone talking about it anymore. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air.
5: Mr. Hurley, good morning. And to you. Ever since the arrival of uh, ARA (laughs) Abid, AVID, the virus, the left has been doing nothing but running at the Constitution, line by line, article by article. And it's been since well, well, they don't
0: even go. They don't even go line for line, article by article. And you mean COVID nineteen, correct? Is that what you're talking about? Since the COVID COVID, nineteen, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure because you said something like Avid. I just I listened and I just wanted to make sure I was following along correctly. So we've been on it from the beginning, and we said this is a very dangerous time because people are taking powers under the heading of an emergency that lets them get away with things that people would never allow otherwise. And I said, and it's been panning out to be true, uh, that it will be very hard for them to let go of these powers. So they're always going to want, this is why Biden, he's called monkeypox. Now look, it's serious for who gets it, but it's, it's, let's, let's be honest, it's very limited group of people that are getting this, and that's all the people that are getting it, So this is not some uh, emergency. It's an emergency for a small number of people that have to just, you know, be very, very careful about what they're doing because that's how it's spreading one way and one way only. It's not like COVID-19. It's not an aerosol. It's not easy to get at all. But they they need to have an emergency because it allows them to take on these dictatorial powers. That's the danger.
5: Correct. They're not doing it in order. They're doing it very randomly, but the bottom line is everything is being blocked out. We're now at President Trump, and what's happening to him is a disgrace. But it's a lot of piss and vinegar, but there's no substance to what they're doing. They're trying to create substance, None of which will show up in court.
0: And by the way, if he's never charged, then all these documents, here's what they pulled off. Think about this. There may be certain documents that now will never be seen because their scheme was to take everything they wanted. And then when they don't charge him, those documents just stay sealed up. There's there's a scam going on here. They they have a scheme. They know what they're doing here, and then of course they took the attorney-client privilege documents uh, because they want to try to help the nine. I'm sorry, the January sixth committee.
5: Right. Well, just keep in mind that Trump, uh, President Trump, kept a variety of tapes. He's not interested in what they were saying on site. He's more interested in the verbal conversations that may have taken place with the principals. People getting back to them, and there's no part that even the fact that they're finding these things, the first thing that comes to your mind is, had they been planted?
0: Well, yeah, I, I don't know if they're planning anything or not. That, that a lot of people think the FBI planted stuff. Maybe they planted evidence, and then they act like, hey, look, we got it from here. But they put it in there. I'm not sure about any of that. The hierarchy is extremely dishonest. I don't think the agents are dishonest. They're, they're very good for the most part. Very rarely do you find a bad agent. Their leadership is completely corrupt and, and criminal. Uh, but more than anything, they put the illusion out there again that President Trump is a criminal, that we're investigating him for criminal espionage. It's like the Russia collusion crap all over again. And I think more than anything, it allowed them to take whatever documents they wanted to grab. Because, look, they spent nine and a half hours in there. So this for 11 boxes or whatever it is, it's a long time. So they were very methodical. They brought brought a safe cracker with them. Uh, They I believe they were after specific things that have nothing to do with what they're openly talking about and everything to do about getting the January 6th committee, whatever they want and trying once again, they're in search of a crime. True. Dangerous.
5: You have a good day. You too.
0: A very dangerous time in our country's history. When they will do this to a president, this is on purpose to make, you know, You know, Biden came out over the uh, weekend. Oh, no, no. The 87,000 IRS uh, agents. No, no. They're not going to do any audits on people making below a certain amount of money. Don't believe anything they say. The vast majority of audits are of people that make $75,000 and below. They're coming after you. Make no mistake about it. Anybody with a lot of money, they have attorneys and they don't even bother themselves with it. Their attorneys take care of all of it. Tell me tell me how you work it out. Goodbye. They don't even have to worry about it here when they get you and they haul you in and you got to go over all these things. And then they tell you how much you owe that you didn't pay and penalties on top of that. They're coming after you. Make no mistake about it. And they get to brag that this is a achievement. This is how sick the media is. Joe Biden's signature accomplishment. Oh, really? Fantastic. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air.
4: As your malice rise, when good men fail to speak up. Where have you been? And this is. Where have you been? Well, it's so. So much going on. I had to take seven day Friday, thirty day Friday, seven month Friday. Uh, the things that are happening now, and what I'm really worrying about this uh, people coming in now, and the terrorists. It's going to be a problem. We're not going to be able to protect ourselves. As you, I'm sure many people heard, Chinese buying land, close the air bases. You could interfere with communication. So many things can go wrong, and I'm a little bit worried is that so many people, civil servants, politicians, they see this as an opportunity to control people. And about this uh, IRS people, uh, Social Security has already started. I talked to a lot of people, including myself. They know exactly how much money. You're kidding. They know how much the VA is giving. And they are sending people letters they want four or 5000 back. They overpaid.
0: And, Willie, get ready. Uh, for next year, you're getting a 10% increase.
4: Yeah, maybe this is what they're coming at, you know, because they've started. I mean. Well,
0: no, the 10% is because of inflation. So people are entitled to that. It's still not going to cover how much more. I don't know how they get away with saying inflation's like 8.5%. I'm like, God, look at, I I went to uh, a big box store this Saturday. Holy smokes. The prices are unbelievable. I took a picture. There was a bag of chicken wings. Now, I'm not a big chicken wing eater, not at all. Uh, But this bag of chicken wings was $35 and some odd cents. $35 for a bag of chicken wings that before all this crap started was probably about $12. Nothing is 8.5%. Well, I
4: I, want to say, and I want to say honestly, is that strong people speaking up. And as you know, when God speaks, when you say man, he speaks of all people, not man, woman, child, but man. And I don't care who you are, Democrat, Republican, or independent. We are uh, in deep stink now. And all I have to say is I think I'll go to heaven. I'll try to do right all my life. And I just want to say to everyone, uh, we have soldiers dying. We've had people who struggle, and some way, somehow, we got to get this together. But the people got to be active. Yes, I'm sure changes gonna be made after the election. Uh,
0: but Th- thank God, has to be. This can't continue. Even you know, Willie, you know that this can't continue. Listen, I hope I have to go right now. I hope your move went well because I've heard a lot of bad things about what was going on at that building. I hope it ultimately went well. And uh, let's talk again soon. It's been a long, long time. Thanks for checking in, Willie. 609-407-1450. You will be on right after the break. You'll be on right after that. Please don't go away. Just going away for a little bit on the Hurley in the Morning program. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. South Jersey's number one news talk radio station. All because of you, and we know it. This is the Town Square, New Jersey, Info and Weather Network. And it is I, your humble, unassuming public servant, with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. When a future senator lived right next to the Atlanta County Jail, I've written a very, I think, good, very readable piece on that. Also, oh, it's been great all weekend, your readership. Uh, great New Jersey stores that we once loved but are now closed. And the Summers Point Gateway Playhouse said bye-bye to Bye-Bye Birdie. What a great weekend it was.
3: From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Normal high temperature for the midpoint of August is 85 degrees. Today's forecast high... 80. We'll run below normal all week with continued low humidity and minimal rain chances. You might find a passing shower this morning. Then we'll go from mostly cloudy to breaks of sun this afternoon. High temperature again around 80 degrees. Partly cloudy and comfortable tonight. Low 64. 78 tomorrow. Partly sunny and breezy. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning.
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
0: Thank you. Welcome back. 37 minutes past the hour, Six oh nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. 1450 Wide Open Forum continues all this hour long. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. How do you
10: feel? How are you?
0: I feel very well, and I'm doing very well. Thank you. Good.
10: Now, I, I I was thinking about Willie because I listen to you every morning and I haven't heard you know heard his voice in a long time.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say it's been at least a few months.
10: Yeah, well, for me it's been years. In <laughs> fact, I think I have um, sleep deprivation from listening, getting up so early, like at five in the morning to tune or, to tune. Well, on. well,
0: welcome to my club, the sleep defra- deprivation crowd, <laughs> or club rather. <laughs>
10: Now, I really call for three things, if I may. I'll yes. Be, I'll be brief. Yeah. Number one, Nostradamus told me that former President Donald Trump wins re-election by a landslide, the largest win in history for 2024. And I believe it. that's number one. Okay. Number two, I wanted to comment on Denny Levinson the other day. I was looking, and he, he was so up to date. I believe we should protect our children with police and dogs. And I grew up with a dog that was in World War II. It was a German shepherd named Lucky. And they are one of the smartest dogs in the world. And, you know, they do such a good job. because They're, they're trained perfectly. Anyway, and here's the last part. I wrote a beautiful short poem, take about 30 seconds. And well, yeah, half a minute, if I may. Please. Dedicated to you.
0: We, we had a poet laureate, but she has not called in the longest time. I hope she's well. Go ahead, uh, Marilyn. Time is yours. Oh,
10: for 40 years. And I'm in the paper a lot because I always write. I love to write. Okay. A poem dedicated to Harry Hurley. oh Now, very, listen to this. <laughs> I'm very proud to read it to you. 31 years ago, it was very early. I turned on the radio to listen to Harry Hurley. A new voice that I never heard before. Everything newsworthy was covered. It made me want to hear more. Harry's golden voice has earned thousands of, 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 of many awards and fans that tune in every day. He has a uniqueness and does it his way. Thank you, Harry, for all the wisdom and knowledge that you share. You are our number one broadcaster. From everywhere. And that's for you, and I'm going
0: to hang up now. Oh, Marilyn, thank you very much. Have a great day. We love you. Goodbye, Uh, Harry. Thank you. Love you back. Wow. So unexpected. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air.
11: Yes, good morning. There's plenty of money. Just ask Sleepy Joe. He's been to the uh, Fed in New York. He sold.
0: Well, you know, Sleepy Joe, man, you know, what do they say? Like nickels are like lifting manhole covers to him. This guy all weekend at a 20 million dollar South Carolina estate or plantation, whatever it is, uh, all free. They're rubbing it in, uh, mugging at the top of the steps. Joe Biden and Hunter Biden on Air Force One. They they are just sticking this right Jamming it right down your throat,
11: or in your eye, yeah, yeah. Shipment containers full of, full of green that green stuff we call U.S. currency, but it's all based on nothing. What's it based on? It's based on a promissory note. It's not. It was President Kennedy that wanted it redeemable in American silver, which we could have done. Uh, had executive order eleven eleven been carried out, but anyway um, yeah we have, they, they it was I, okay there 's a fellow on alternative media or social media, and he was afraid to come out with the names of the c n n uh, news anchor and the uh, ex CIA director but they 're actually implying, but they implied so strongly the Miles just came out right out and said it that uh, President Trump has given uh, nuclear secrets to the to the russians
0: which is totally absurd. Barack Obama was the one that wanted to give uh, Russia all of our nuclear secrets. They're just – they're disgraceful. Let me repeat what I said. President Trump has not given any nation, friend or foe, our nuclear secrets.
11: Yeah, they showed a picture of Julius and and Ethel Rosenberg. I know, I know. So they're kind of like – Hey,
0: listen, and you had this guy Michael Hayden says – looks right to me. I mean, this guy was a four-star general, I think – this is Trump derangement syndrome at its worst. Definitely, thanks. Thank you, Flash. When we come back, so much fun, still yet to go. You will be next, and you will be right after that. Don't go away. We continue right after this. I am hurrying in the morning. This is South Jersey's number one, all because of you, WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
7: Sean Hannity.
0: I think China has been building up their military.
7: They want to be the dominant country on the face of the earth, and they've they've made no bones about it. If you want to accept that China is now being this aggressive towards Taiwan, the way they were towards Hong Kong, and they're going to fulfill their territorial ambitions, and you know Joe Biden's not going to lift a finger, nor is any other country going to lift a finger.
1: Sean Hannity, weekday afternoons at 3 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio
0: 95.5. And I need to know. So that works out really good. 48 minutes past the hour. No one but me is mentioning this. Lisa Murkowski is probably going to lose tomorrow. Now, unless they change the, the, the way they do things in Alaska, she's lost before. And then ran. They don't have the sore loser rule. She ran as an independent and won. And then of course just you know became a republican again uh so keep an eye on that i i want murkowski to go down she's a disgrace she's a disgrace as recently as yesterday on this president trump raid and what she had to say she's going to lose i hope she loses and alaska other than if murkowski ran and if you had a democrat you had murkowski and then the republican that would be a problem uh but if i remember correctly uh the Democrats didn't run anyone. And Murkowski got to run as an independent, a write-in rather. She ran as a write-in candidate and she won, That which really is amazing. I can't believe no one in the national media seems to remember that. And tomorrow is the day I've been waiting for. I can't wait until Wednesday morning. Let me see my schedule Wednesday. I have to carve out some beautiful quality time. Oh, I know when we'll do this. We have Dick Morris coming by on Wednesday. That's going to be fun. In the Well, I'll do it before then. Uh, in that opening segment at 8, I could do a little Liz Cheney bye-bye. We just did a story about bye-bye, Birdie. Bye-bye, Liz. You got to go. And now they're going to be talking about her running for president. Oh, you wait and see. that And she'll be on these Democrat networks like she always is. Only now they'll be paying her. Don't worry. She'll be just fine. Nothing to worry about. So Liz and Lisa, bye Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air.
10: Uh, good morning, Carrie. I'd like to uh, throw an accolade to Marilyn for the nice poem she wrote about you.
0: So apropos. Oh, thank you.
10: Yeah. My question, however, is, again, I'm going to haunt you about the update on what's going on in smoking in the casinos
0: Oh, by the way, never haunting because I like it's a good addition to my own tickler file, ironically or not, because I don't believe in coincidences. After you and I spoke about this, all of a sudden there was some movement about it, Uh, but it still does not seem like it's anywhere near a fast track. It's hardly any different than the last time you and I spoke about it. So we wait. Yes. And look, been waiting decades. Uh, and yes, we'll wait some more. Uh, it looked like it was done until it wasn't. And now it is in doubt.
10: Were you able to ask Senator Palestino anything about it?
0: Uh, he is going to talk about it. He mentioned to me actually uh, after that program uh, or the day he was on with um, the prosecutor uh, on the day the prosecutor was being uh so well speak. yeah confirmed mm. with the advice and consent of the new jersey senate which of course we said would be unanimous and it was Palestine is prepared to address the issue yes okay thank you very much okay. i appreciate yeah. your effort keep in touch see you now okay you got it 609 407 bye bye 609 407 1450 609 407 1450 put it in your rolodex Put it in your smartphone even better. Or, of course, with the WPG Talk Radio app, you can just hit the button and you can call in. When it's your turn to go on, it will silence the station. You'll be on the air. It works very, very well. So you can either call 609-407-1450 or, as I mentioned, navigate through the app. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. Thanks for checking in.
6: Thanks, Harry. I don't know how much time I have, so I'll let you know if I have to run right away. But I want to get this out. I have a theory about this uh, raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago.
0: Yeah. So remember... Oh, by the way, thank you for saying it correctly, because I've been listening to the entire national media say Mar-a-Lago. It is like Bill Maher. hate to say it that way, but it's Mar-a-Lago. And no one in the media says it correctly. Go ahead.
6: Yeah like Kamala or, or (laughs) Carmela.
5: So, uh,
6: okay. So listen, so remember the Russia hoax. Yes. They couldn't prevent Trump from running, but the Russia hoax, remember Russia hoax was their insurance policy, correct? Yes. Okay. So listen to this. They knew these documents were there in May, but they didn't take them. They made president Trump put them under a padlock.
0: Yeah. They also knew they were there in June. (laughs) <laughs> as well, so they so they kept them
6: there for
0: safekeeping
6: as an insurance policy, just in case January sixth thing didn't work out, which it hasn't. So no. think about this: even if they, so they can't, if they can't prevent Trump from running, what this investigation now, this raid, you say they won't press charges. So what will happen is this will cast a pall over his campaign, and he will operate and campaign for 2024 under a cloud of suspicion.
0: But just like he did in the previous election, and it didn't hurt him then, and now it really won't hurt him now, and the FBI and the Department of Justice is not going to be in a position where they can do anything about it. He's going to own the narrative because they're not in a position where they can really say anything. I don't think they want to say too much because what they've done is not defendable. And now that it's uh, gotten out, so you know he has some people helping him, plus he knows what he had in there as well. Uh, He knows they took attorney-client privilege documents. Uh, That, I believe, is a crime, Andy.
6: Oh, yeah. But isn't, isn't this just like another insurance
0: policy? Well, it's exactly what it is. This is the new Russia collusion. Now they're saying it's espionage, Uh, They want to make it some kind of criminal, not that it's just a document thing with the National Archives. Somebody tell me, please, I don't care. And and did you ever see a, a bureaucratic organization come out so fast to protect Obama? Have you ever seen anything like that? Oh, this is very unusual. They never speak. But, oh, I guess they make an exception to say, oh, no, the 30 million documents that Obama has were all done the right way. I mean, have you ever heard anything like these people? This swamp is is so murky it's so deep it's incredible that the the even the the national archives are all democrats
6: it's it's true harry and so once again that they they probably knew there was nothing there that they could get him on but just the fact that they put out there that that it was so egregious that they were forced to raid yes casts this cloud of suspicion
0: yeah they wanted the red and blue lights at night you know they came very early uh they stayed nine and a half hours uh, you know and they wanted this optic oh here he is again this this former criminal this former president who's still a criminal and none but andy here's the thing none of it has helped the democrats all of this has helped president trump
6: Harry, if COVID was the best thing that ever happened to Joe Biden, this raid was the best thing that ever happened to Donald Trump.
0: Well, I agree. It, it, it lets him now, if he wants to declare prior to the midterm elections, he can, uh, with a lot of people encouraging him to do that. Before, that would have been considered an act of utter selfishness and the, the media could have run against him. But they're going to run against him all the time anyhow. So they have now given him incredible fundraising, uh boost that he's gotten uh he's completely owned the narrative that this didn't have to be done that they are very very political that this is a witch hunt uh and they they shouldn't have done it i mean they could have just like with uh peter navarro did that guy have to be in leg irons and handcuffs uh when he when his office is right next to the uh the fbi i mean th- this is terrible what's going on in our country and people see it andy
6: It's true, Harry. And if you you were talking about Ukraine, it's like old news now. They're not even talking about it. But imagine Imagine if they had taken these documents from Trump back in May. This would have been old news by now. So they had to keep them there until they needed them closer to the election. Right.
0: And that's why not the the January 6th committee. Is coming back in September and they promise more hearings and they're going to still be. Oh, my gosh, there's just so much that they're still going to be working in October. Can you imagine, Andy? They're still going to be working in late October. Now, that this is all this is a scam, the whole thing, and it's not going to affect anybody's race. It's not it only boosts President Trump once again. In the end, they've got nothing and all they get to do is bang the table, and unfortunately, they get to do it for years at a time.
6: You know, Harry, uh, and I want to talk about monkeypox real quick, but first, did you hear that now? There, there's word out there that Biden may announce prior to uh, the midterm yes. that he's running for re-election?
0: Yeah, it's bizarre world. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. So and, monkey- and Hunter's on, you know, on the steps of uh, Air Force One, waving.
6: Yeah. All right, monkeypox. So, the grievance industry, the, the terminally offended America haters, are now telling us that monkeypox is a racist term. Yes. So, wouldn't that what doesn't that mean that the people saying that are likening African Americans to monkeys? So doesn't that make them the racist?
0: Well, that's all that it means, because obviously the only reason it was called that is because it originated from monkeys, who I never for one second in my lifetime ever equate to any human being. So let alone African-American or anyone else. So there's nothing wrong with the term, except it's the Democrats who are the party of slavery. Let's let's be honest. They're the party of the KKK, and they're the ones saying that monkeypox is a racist term no it's not it's an accurate term just like the china virus
6: yeah so and 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 it's always the case where they make everything racist
0: because they are the racists and your point is an accurate one and you made it very well it's a shame but that's what they're all about they're the racists and they try to say you are
1: WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ HD3 Millville, a Town Square Media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. John Zarick from Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is
0: six minutes past the hour, and thank you for waking up, Hurley, in the morning. Early on, we promised you... That there would come a point in time where the media, just like they did in Afghanistan, look at that. I mean, the, the only reason it's in the news today is because the Taliban is celebrating their one-year anniversary back in charge. Something that, by keeping a few thousand Americans present, would never have happened. It's, it is abject failure at a level that is disastrous. We also promised That the national media only has an appetite no matter what the story, no matter how grave, it only has an appetite for so long and then it's gone, gone like a grease board, like it was never there. Yet the need is still so incredibly significant and yet there's no coverage at all, which actually aids and abets Russia, which can get away with some pretty heavy handed stuff because no one cares now no one's paying attention no one's looking at it so we promised we would remember to remember on this program and uh no one better to turn to to draw from than the host of smart law with john zarek john zarek who actually has been sending his own money which he doesn't talk about but also spent his own time and traveled to the region so we said we were going to keep on top of this and we're going to keep that promise John, I think you agree uh, it's pretty much off the front pages and uh, no one's really talking about it anymore.
9: Yeah, we we see uh, an article here and there, but not on the front page, certainly uh, in the back section, maybe the world section. You'll you'll see a story about Ukraine. It's um, they can't leave it alone completely. I'll tell you one. It's it's generally uh a liberal magazine although good writing is is just plain good writing uh the new yorker has some um, reporters and some contributors uh when they're doing stuff when they write political stuff of course it's all anti-trump and um pro-left-wing things and uh woke stuff but when they're writing simply uh accurate descriptions of things that are going on in the world that don't have a political bent, uh, then they're really good. And they have some really excellent people writing. So you'll see um, maybe every other issue, an issue, uh, a story about Ukraine and uh, and Russia and the war and what's going on. So very good writing. But in general, uh, it's not a hot it's not a hot topic <clears throat> but the war is going on just as as it was uh there are literally thousands of people that are actively involved in the war not thousands i i mean there are thousands of people that are actively supplying driving into ukraine and supplying medical supplies and food and uh You know just a constant need in the in the war zone and um and then of course there are there are lots of people that are volunteering in other capacities you know so um and there are some people volunteering in a military capacity where they're actually in combat Uh, they call it the ukrainian foreign legion and uh, a lot of americans are praying um With great effect, I might
0: add. I don't think you're going to be surprised, but I think a lot of people are surprised because in the very beginning, President Biden, he was asking Ukraine to just make a deal on day one, day one, day one and a half, day two. Uh, No surprise to you because you're a study of history, how Ukraine has pretty much had uh, Russia's number even. And they've been so outmanned, outgunned, shouldn't say maybe outmanned, but maybe even that is true, but certainly outgunned. Uh, it's a shame the West came in late and wrong. I think that Ukraine could have won this thing if the amount of aid that we were willing to give would have gotten there promptly. I think they could have won this thing by now. But how how do you um, describe how this is going right now? Is this a slog where Russia, like Alexander the Great, they are winning, they are picking up territory by the day, by the week, by the month? Uh, and ukraine it 's only a matter of time, or is this result very much in doubt? Where does it stand?
9: Very much in doubt um, and in fact i am i'm confident that Ukraine is going to win this war i mean it, in the sense that they're they're not going to conquer russia uh they 're not looking to do that, but there's going to come a time when russia uh, one way or another just says we can 't do this anymore and and ends it and um that's that's just what's going on
0: now Uh, by definition if russia leaves if they retreat at some point and they leave and ukraine remains a sovereign independent nation apart from russia with the exception of the um crimea which was annexed and some things that were agreed upon uh the history book should actually say ukraine won correct oh
9: they will no doubt i mean uh you know, just like the Afghans beat the Russians, uh, they they packed up, and at some point they packed up and went home. So that's going to happen again. It's very, very, uh, in fact, I think the conditions in Afghanistan were much better than they are for the Russians in Ukraine. In Ukraine, um, they, the Russians came in, they believed in pipe. we know that harry right the mm-hmm. the worst thing you can do is believe your own believe your own p r right sorry <laughs> yes <You> sir <laughs> and actually actually uh actually uh there's a story i'll I'll uh, uh, you know just step aside from the Ukraine story for a second where there's a story told by Donald Trump in fact you can look it up it's uh um, top ten business pieces of business advice by Donald Trump top, you know, there are a lot of people on the internet. They have these top 10, this top five, this. And so a guy put together top 10 business, uh, top 10 business advice, uh, from Donald Trump and Trump. um, In one of the stories he's talking about the early nineties before the big crash. And he said, you know, I, uh, I I was really making money left and right. I was doing great every place, and um, everything I and everyone believed that everything I touched turned to gold. And he said the biggest mistake I made is that I started believing it. You know, which is very you know, it's not something. So you know, it's
0: a very it's a humble, honest comment that you you don't often hear that from President Trump. That was him saying. Uh, What you just said, I find that very interesting. Now, of course, we also could add to that, that at the time that he was running for president, uh, the entire Democrat media, Hollywood, I mean, they loved they loved him. The the apprentice. I mean, you know, he, he he couldn't they couldn't mug the cameras with him enough. And his high crime was actually running for and winning the presidency, and then of course it all changed. He didn't change; they flipped so their said, script.
9: He said, uh, "Yeah." So he said, "There." He said, uh, "You know." So I I started to believe it myself. You know, everything I touched would turn to gold, and I had a deal, which was a monster deal, a, a huge deal. And he said at that time, it was ninety five percent done. It was in the evening. He said I had tickets to a Broadway show. I was dating models and. <laughs> Starlet said everything at that time. And he was myself, you know, that he was intoxicated with this life. And he said, and so I had tickets to, to the show and I had this beautiful date and I I said, you know, this is you guys can wrap this up. It was ninety five percent done, just a few little touches at the end. Well, he, he went to the show with his beautiful date and he said, uh the deal started to unravel and by the time I got there it was done, it was over you know and that deal not going was the start of a total disaster for me and he, he said he was underwater and then some you know was he was totally broke so fortunately he was able to for him he was able to uh, come back from that it, it took him years but he you know the the lesson is You have to take care of the details yourself. You know, you have to. uh, You have to
0: go to the finish line because he took it to the whatever you want to say, the one yard line. And he thought the team could get it over the goal line. And it blew up just like that. John, hold on. We'll be back after the break. Approaching 17 minutes past the hour with John Zarek. I am.
1: Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and
7: 1450 AM. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at three. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
0: Thank you, Sean. We're back 22 minutes past the hour. John, let's um, go back to where we started. And that is, how are things going in Ukraine? Where is the need? How are things?
9: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, my point. Of the last thing was uh, Donald Trump, admittedly wisely, said he believed his own hype. It got him in trouble uh, in business early '90s. And Russia uh, believed its, its own hype. Uh, they thought they were uh, a world power. That they were. They had an invincible army. That the Russian army was, uh, you know, a threat to to Europe and so forth. And uh, when they went in, everyone thought, including the president, uh, you know, president, president Biden and his advisors and a lot of other people, that it would be over in a few days, that they would just roll into Kiev and the other major cities and it would be the end of the regime. And uh, it didn't work out that way. And the the reason it didn't work out that way is very plain if you go to the area they are the Ukrainians are extremely brave and not only are they brave. There are a lot of people that are brave, but don't have the, um, skill to pull off, uh, the battle, but they're not, they're not only extremely brave. They're extremely smart. They're very, very sharp people and very enterprising people. And, uh, things run well in Ukraine. You know, they, they, uh, centers great centers of learning you know international centers of learning Um, they do a good job of running an economy and um you know and culture so it's it's a the russians underestimated that they you know they, they spent decades looking down on ukraine because ukraine was uh you know they murdered they murdered six million people in the past under stalin you know they just starved them to death took all their food their equipment their livestock and left them in the cold uh with no means whatsoever to grow anything or to get any sustenance and uh people just died by the millions and millions so the russians have always and they got away with it essentially because in world war ii they they dominated. Um, after World War II, they dominated Ukraine and a lot of other countries. And uh, they, you know, had they, so they certainly had no respect for Ukraine. Uh, so when the war started, the, the Russians thought they would win. And the Ukrainians, uh, if you remember the statements of Zelensky and lots of others, it was like, um, you know, of course we got this. Of course we're going to win. It wasn't it wasn't oh we're going to fight and we're going to try and we're going to you know maybe we can pull it off. No. No, I
0: agree. They were very confident. They they completely ignored when the president of the United States told them to, you know, fold up and just make a deal in 24 36 hours. Uh, they've always believed that they're going to win and, and and when the world could see the Klitschko brothers and Zelensky and how strong they were I think there was a lot of benefit there. I would have to think, John, that their fundraising is probably down. And when when something is no longer front of mind, to me, that's a very dangerous time. And I think we're I think we're in that um, in that place right now. What are your thoughts?
9: Well, they have the, they have the fluff fundraising, you know, the fad fundraising, you know, that's certainly down because those people go from one fad to the next and when they you know one cause to the next uh so those people are fading a bit but there are a lot of people very committed uh, very committed to ukraine and that is not that is not changing you know people are people lots and lots of charities are still very committed increasing their personnel in ukraine and on the border in poland uh there's there's no shortage of people that are willing to Enter the struggle in one way or another and the russians are doing a horrible job on the ground in fact um, the russians can't move on the ground they can't get an infantry group a mechanized group and proceed in any combat type situation uh into uncharted territory and the reason for that is, is because the the Russian soldiers just don't want to fight. They just, uh, for good reason, you know, they know they're being used. They're being treated like dog poop. I mean, they are really, you know, they are really uh, abused. Uh, there's something in the Russian military uh, mindset that it's good to abuse the soldiers it's good to starve them it's good to double cross them to not pay them which is going on at times mm. um they're recruiting they're recruiting now from prisons you know they're giving people which is really a bad obviously a very very bad move but they're recruiting from prisons because well,
0: which to me shows that's a sign of desperation
9: yeah they can't get people to fight. Um, in fact, you know, I I, I know, uh, you know, one circumstance. Uh, someone I know was uh, in the Kharkiv region, and there were uh, um, talking to one of the commanders, local commanders, and um, you know, because if you if you're providing uh, medical care, medical equipment and food and so forth to the army and the region that they're in um you know they that makes one very popular right so um one person i know was talking very freely with the uh local commander on the uh you say the non-combatant side of of kiev you know there's a lot of a lot of fighting going on on the eastern side but on the western side it was a little slower but although constant explosions and rockets and artillery and uh, said, are there any Russians around here? And the commander said, yeah, there." he pointed and he said, you know, about 150 of them, a company basically right across the road. Well, what are they doing? You know, aren't you guys fighting back and forth? And he said, no, they don't want to fight. They're just hiding. You know, we talked to them all the time bunch of kids they're not bad kids, we don't want to kill them. Uh, they don't want to get killed and so that's what's going on with the with the Russian army. Uh, they don't want to fight and you know when they do try to fight when a, a commander a uh, general or someone puts them in a position where they're they're attacking, uh, they get mangled by the I mean they get slaughtered by the Ukrainian military. Not with glee, I will add, but they they get slaughtered by the Ukrainian military. They can't advance um, because you you just can't. When when you have a frame of mind that you don't want to fight in a war situation, uh, the other guy will just walk up and kill you. And that's yeah. really what's going on now.
0: John, we're going to come right back. Don't go away. It's 30 minutes past the hour with John Zarek. It is the Hurley in the Morning program on WPG Talk Radio. Mayor Kane on deck just over 30 minutes from now. A lot to talk about with Charles Kane as well.
7: This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather
0: Network. Usually I give you three stories that you can follow. I'm going to give you four stories that you can follow right now on our app. It's Harry Hurley. When a future senator lived right next to the Atlanta County Jail. Check it out. It's readable. It's a very, very cool story. Also, uh, we had a great weekend with this one. Great New Jersey stores that we once loved but are now closed. People loved it. Check that out. Summers Point Gateway Playhouse. Bye-bye, Birdie. We, We talk about that. And we broke the news about Congressman Van Drew being on the short list.
3: From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Chance of a passing shower this morning, and that's it. We'll go from mostly cloudy to breaks of sun this afternoon. It'll be warm, but still not that humid. Look for a high temperature around 80 degrees across South Jersey. Partly cloudy and comfortable tonight, low 64. Tomorrow, partly sunny and breezy, with a stray shower chance right along the coast. Tomorrow's high temperature comes down to around 78. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today.
1: Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. We're investing. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station, WPG Talk
0: Radio 95.5. It is 35 minutes past the hour flying by, and I knew it would. Back to John in just a moment. This is Harry Hurley. For my friends at Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling Professionals, no doubt you're seeing the back-to-school commercials on TV. It's... It's almost time, but there are still plenty of hot days ahead. Ambient Comfort is offering a back-to-school discount of $50 off any repair to your air conditioning or heating system. That's before Labor Day. You have to do this before Labor Day to get the deal. We've talked about the signs that your system may need repair. If you've been taking notes, you know that if you're not comfortable or you suspect a problem, don't wait. Call Ambient Comfort before a minor problem becomes a major one. You can trust Ambient Comfort to keep your family cool for the rest of the summer. They can repair any system regardless of who originally installed it to help you save energy and increase the life of your system. So we're giving you some time uh, to give them a call or you can go right to the website as well at 6 uh, at uh ambientcomfortnj.com that's ambientcomfortnj.com or call 856 856- Two one three sixty five eighty six. That's 856 213 Tell them. Harry Hurley or Hurley in the morning sent you. John, we are back. You were saying.
9: Yeah. Yeah. They, so the Russians can't move on the ground. I mean, they just every time they try to move, the, um, the Ukrainians knock out their tanks, knock out their vehicles, uh, slaughter their troops. I mean, just pathetic, really, that they're just these kids are just getting killed left and
0: right John um, Russia's basic advantage is from the air, correct
9: correct well their their main advantage is artillery and rockets, and that's what they and missiles, yeah. so what they can do let's talk about what the Russians can do, what yeah. they can do and are doing is they'll lay back fifteen twenty miles. Right. They that requires no, um, no bravery, no um, esprit de corps, no anything. They're they're plenty safe. They're back 15, 20 miles uh, and they pick a sector of a city or a town and they obliterate it. You know, they just keep firing until there's nothing left. Right. No buildings, no people, no anything. Uh, maybe some people living in basements or something. And essentially, after that happens, then they can advance. There, there's no one in front of them at that point, say, and they can advance and occupy that area. So that's the thing that works for them. It it, it which It's horrible in terms of PR. It's horrible in terms because if people see what they're doing, they're just they're just destroying this country that they say they're rescuing. Right, right? exactly. And 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 so what, so, um, but now uh, American and other NATO countries' weapons are coming online, their own missiles, their own rockets, their own artillery, long range. And so what you'll start to see now and is happening already is the Russians will start to um shell and in a matter of minutes they've got stuff coming down on their heads so that puts the russians in a horrible situation they can't you know they they as long as they could lay back they could get their troops to fire no no big deal no danger they're not going to get killed they could fire uh, you know 10 15 20 miles no problem but if they can't do that safely if the Ukrainians can respond and they're starting to have the capability of responding, then the Russians can't move on the ground and they can't lay back. Um, they would have to engage in a more conventional way uh, to take territory, and they can't do it. So it's, it's, the, the Uter- Ukrainians have taken a terrible beating as, as all unprepared – um for a major war countries do you know they're they're going to start out um the croatians were the same way in the yugoslav conflict the serbs had all the you know the serbs were largely in the army um the croatians were somewhat more um successful business-wise and education-wise the Serbs, uh, the army was uh, sort of a refuge for the Serbs at that time. So when the war started between them, they, they, uh, the Serbs had a lot of equipment, and they had people in the army, and they had a lot of guns, and they pretty much rolled. They, they, you know, gobbled up territory left and right because there was there was nothing to oppose it. But once uh, the Croatians started to organize, raise funds build their own weapons import weapons um they got ready for an an offensive and in a in a matter of in a matter of weeks it was over you know so that's that i think is what we can expect uh the only thing the russians can do against that is have a general mobilization basically everybody in the country um has to join the army and they put millions and millions and millions and millions of troops into the region, but that is they, – they can't do that politically.
0: John, let's get the last break in. When we come back, the time is yours and anything you haven't had a chance to share about Ukraine and if there is a need for monetary donations, for food and whatever the need is, I want to give you time to talk about that. If you don't mind, I'd love to, to carve out the last five minutes or so. To get your take now that we're learning over the weekend that the president former president is actually saying that in addition to everything else that they took that the um the fbi also took attorney client privilege documents and if that is true i want to get your take on what you think about that also the scope the magistrate that approved this they they talk about they they only like to do this as a last resort and very limited and focused and targeted, and yet this was hey you can go in there and take anything you want dated from January twentieth two thousand seventeen through January twentieth of twenty twenty one John there's this is just for me more and more rotten by the by the minute by the hour by the day so I want you to weigh in on those two issues if you could at the end of the hour we'll be back with john in just a moment this portion of hurley in the morning brought to us in part by batteries plus bulbs with stores in northfield new jersey right next to broadcast center at 900 tilton road and on route 73 in mount laurel new jersey roy scott and their team are extraordinary in terms of their service-minded approach they have creative solutions to fix your cell phones and tablets, batteries for your various power tools, cars, boats, motorcycles, golf carts, and other devices, performance batteries. They have what you need to get ready for storm season as well, including generators and so much more. Shop local, shop batteries plus bulbs, and tell Roy and Scott that I sent you early in the morning. And a reminder for your cell phone and tablet repairs, no appointment is needed. Just stop in for quick service. And I'll tell you if you're ever getting it, I'm going to be doing it soon. I have a 10-year-old battery that I don't even understand how it still works, let alone it's been working phenomenally well, not a, not a blip ever, but I know I'm going to have to replace it. And I'm going to replace it at Batteries Plus Bulbs because they're going to go in there, they're going to bring it out to my car. I'm not going to have to schlep that heavy battery. They're going to put it in, and then they're going to take the old one and dispose of it for me. So that's something they'll do for you and yours at Batteries Plus Bulbs. Tell them I sent you. With John, this is...
1: WPG Talk Radio
0: 95.5. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, great one. It's nine minutes before the top of the hour with John Zarek and the topic this hour, although we're going to carve out the last five minutes on the, um, the wide-ranging search warrant of four years in nature, anything of the past four years, and also if the FBI took attorney-client privilege documents. I, I do want to get Counselor Zarek's take on that. I've shared mine in my opening monologue this morning. So, John, in about four minutes, we'll talk Ukraine, then we're going to shift gears. Uh, is there a need, anything specific that you can share with your listeners? Sure.
9: Well, any anyone who can get their hands on, and, and you know, there are a lot of expired things that are perfectly good. Um, first aid supplies... Um, chest patches for gunshot wounds, um, hemostatic gauze, which will, um, you know, now they have stuff where you can have a big hole in your chest and, um, which, which would certainly be fatal in, in days past, you know, they have gauze that you can pack that hole with and it'll stop the bleeding. And you put a chest patch on top of it and the person lives or, of really traumatic amputation or other uh, severe bleeding in limbs, arms, legs. They have, you know, really great tourniquets. So they have tourniquets that you can put on yourself, you know. So if your left arm or or right arm gets hit, you can quickly slip on a tourniquet, um, tighten it and turn it, and it's fine you know, you're, you're not going to die. Um, obviously someone else would typically do that for you, but, uh, they have really a one stuff, um, you know, to treat all kinds of wounds, like, especially in the United States, we're really experts at treating gunshot wounds, right? So we have the, the most advanced stuff in the world and, um, all, but, the The Ukrainian army doesn't have a state of the art stuff. So if you're in a battle, for example, let's say a hundred people against a hundred people. And you have a certain number of people that can supply you. What are you going to, what's your priority going to be? Your priority is going to be getting things that can kill the enemy. That's number one, right? Secondary priority are things that can keep you alive if you get wounded. But it, number 1 you want things to kill the enemy and that's happening on an international scale too
0: so do you, you think know, it's still happening like it was before and we're just not hearing about it or do you think some nations have have cut back
9: no i think no we're we're the nations are supplying lots and lots of good things but the again the priority always is going to be if if there's um a, a combat group in a battle they 're always going to want guns uh, they're going they 're going to want the first aid stuff to, to treat and keep people alive in in the battle but the the priority is always going to be guns, so there 's always a need for those things and so i, I you know I'm, I say and I will say now if anybody's in a position where they can access um, medical Equipment, especially first aid equipment, especially things that the things I mentioned—the you know hemostatic gauze and the uh, um, uh, tourniquets and uh, chest patches, uh, disaster bags like we have mass shooting bags now, where you can out of a large bag you can treat twenty people. Each each individual packet has enough. To patch up a person Hmm. that stuff is desperately needed and being delivered to but on a haphazard basis so as much as if anyone's in a position police firemen uh, first responders of any any kind uh, emergency personnel and can get those things of course legally that are expired and no longer uh, in use or there's an overage of of certain things then um, my office is 1555 Zion Road, Suite 201, in Northfield, the corner of Tilton and Zion, right next to Bank of America. So we'll take anything you can get that would be of a medical nature that would help.
0: That's huge. That's huge, John. Let me ask you these questions uh, back here at home. Uh, one of them is a fact, because I saw the documentation, that the magistrate approved a warrant to search Mar-a-Lago and permission to take anything they want i never saw anything like this before for four years from january 20th 2017 through january 20th 2021 i mean if that doesn't look like some crazy fishing expedition i don't know what not like they didn't know what they were going for they wanted to just be able to take anything that they wanted so we know now why they were there for nine and a half hours and secondly if the fbi took attorney client privilege documents. What are your thoughts about both of those topics?
9: Well they're not allowed to uh, they're not allowed to seize attorney client privilege documents unless the communication is in furtherance of a crime or to protect a crime. For example, uh, sometimes the mobsters would have um, they would use the lawyer to stash things uh, that they didn 't want disclosed, obviously you can 't do that if there 's an evidence if there 's evidence that that 's being done, and I doubt there is evidence that that 's being done in this case with uh president trump uh, you know uh, if there 's evidence that there 's conspiracy to hide documents by de- designating them lawyer client documents, then they can 't be seized
0: would any. they would they be responsible for returning them if they took them
9: they would they would but you know here's 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 the thing look at how look at how they're acting here's the attorney general of the United States on a small time investigation and it really is a small time investigation that he didn't return national archives documents right this is that's the basis of the warrant the national violation of the national archives act that he didn't label or or Right.
0: And, of course, they want to jazz it up to espionage and criminal things like that.
9: Yeah. And, of course, you know, with the president knowing that everyone is gunning for him, looking at everything he has, looking, obviously, realizing that there are people on the inside who are going to turn on him, which a number have done in the uh, in the investigation of January 6th, for example. They they get offered a job and they'll they'll say whatever you want uh, absurd stuff uh, contradicted by the by the Secret Service but it doesn't matter you know because these people know they're in power and they can get away with this.
0: Final minute, John. What about the wide ranging net of any document within a four year period? Is that is that just sound bad? And it's not, yeah. or is it bad? <sighs>
9: It's really unheard of. It's, you, you can't do that. You have, to have, you have to have specificity when you go after something, and to seize anything, anytime, time, any way, is um, you know completely illegal and inappropriate. But again, who's stopping them? I think. I think eventually, anything that arises from this will be the subject of federal litigation. It'll get to the appellate court. And if it doesn't get stopped there, it'll get stopped in the Supreme Court.
0: And we and they have their own precedent where they said Hillary Clinton, yes, she had top secret code documents, and they were on her own server. They were not secure, you know. They weren't even on the government server. And Comey said no reasonable prosecutor would ever bring charges. So I mean, what are we? What are we doing here? This is stupid. It's very political, isn't it? Yeah. Ten seconds. Yeah,
9: we're we're at we're at a point where. We're approaching Banana Republic, where uh, the party in power does anything they can, abuses their power to kill the opposition. They, they yeah, want-
0: it really does sound like Venezuela and some other, other examples. John, we're out of time. Mayor Kane is W-E-T-G, next. E-T-G, Atlantic City,
9: W E N J
1: H D 3, Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground. To the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey,
0: thank you. Welcome back. Six minutes past the hour. Very pleased to report it is the Auto Plaza at English Creek. Weekly radio program with Mayor Charles Kane, who along with Amory, owners operators of the Auto Plaza at English Creek. Mayor Kane is the mayor of Hamilton Township, Atlanta County, New Jersey, and this is Mayor Kane's weekly program dedicated to a discussion all about automobile service parts and sales. The Auto Plaza at English Creek by Charles and Amory Kane are the official and the exclusive automobile service parts and sales provider for the Hurley in the morning program for the Hurley family personally. Uh, so it's not do as I say, it's do as I already do and have done for so long. The Auto Plaza at English Creek by Charles and Amory Kane, 6122 East Black Horse Pike at Harper Township. On the web at MyAutoPlaza.com. That's MyAutoPlaza.com, 609-646-2447 to reach the team. Mr. Mayor, Welcome.
8: Good Monday morning, Mayor. How are you?
0: Oh, very well. It is it is a good Monday. And uh, what's uh, what's top of mind? What's on your mind?
8: Well, first of all, I just want to say I thoroughly enjoyed the last hour with John. Uh, John always brings it. He has great insight. And uh, uh, it was it was a fantastic hour, a very informative hour, and I, I really enjoyed it.
0: Oh, thank you, Mayor. And what I wanted to do, and I think it's important, when something goes off of the front top of mind or the front page, whatever you want to call it, Uh, We like to make sure that we keep these things out there. And obviously there's a big need there. And I know some people, uh, you know, have taken different positions on this. But for me, it's very apparent that Russia is the bad guy here and Ukraine is the side that we should be on. And the fact that this gets no real coverage anymore, I think that becomes very dangerous for Ukraine.
8: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because obviously, if the world's eyes are on it, uh, you know, it, it, it hinders what Russia may be able to Correct. do. And, and,
0: uh, and by by example, uh, the Taliban is having a parade today uh, because nobody cares. There are still Americans there that we left, that we didn't get out. The Taliban is celebrating their year anniversary back in control of Afghanistan how disgusting is that?
8: Well, Mayor, uh, all we can hope for is, um, you know, uh, two more years. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's all we can hope for, um, you know, and it cannot come soon enough. And, and you know, hopefully, the election in November goes the uh, the way we expect it to go, and and uh, that. Increases the checks and balances and and hinders uh, uh, you know uh, any future action. But we still then have two years of stagnation we're going to have to deal with. But at,
0: but at least status quo is better than what we've got now. I mean, look look at look at this garbage. You know, that they make up names, Inflation Reduction Act, that every honest broker, including the CBO, Congressional Budget Office, 230-some respected economists, everybody knows, even Bernie Sanders has said it, it does nothing for inflation. That would be like, you know, if just you were Mr. Tyre, you are Mr. Tyre, but along with all the other wide-ranging elements of your practice, because for people listening, there was a business, Mr. Tyre. And and Mayor Kane within the uh, confines of the Auto Plaza and English Creek roll with Mister Tire. Uh, it'd be like you being Mister Tire, but you have no tires. You just got the name. The Inflation Reduction Act does not decrease inflation. It massively increases spending, and they get to call it the Inflation Reduction Act. Wouldn't you love to live by that? It'd be great rules. Wouldn't well, it? I mean, it,
8: it, it, it's you know obviously. Um, you know, they realize that, that, that people read headlines. I mean, that's what, that's what most people read. They don't go through and they don't read, you know, articles. And, and- yeah, it's like, hey,
0: how could you be against the Inflation Reduction Act? What do you, you're, you're the problem. This is a great thing. We're going to reduce inflation. Only, no, we're not. This was like the president before he and Hunter got on to Air Force One. How about that guy? How about that Hunter Biden waving to everybody from the top of Air Force One? You can't make this stuff up if you tried.
8: It, it it is amazing too. I mean, obviously that you know there is such a double standard when it comes to one first family and another first family. But you know, look at the end of the day, like we said earlier, uh, you know we we have a few more months. People need to get out and express their feelings uh, in you know November eighth, and uh, you know we'll we'll see what happens when we come around to 2024 here.
0: So let me do this from that to bringing it right down to the local level. To quote Tip O'Neill the late, great Speaker of the House. He was a great man, too, by the way, and a Democrat, proving there are good Democrats or there were good Democrats. Not a whole lot of them left right now at the highest levels. They're, they're pretty messed up. But at the local level, uh, what's the atmosphere right now in Hamilton Township?
8: Well, I mean, look, we, uh, you know, Hamilton Township, I, I believe the committee, uh, uh, is doing a wonderful job moving for an agenda that benefits all the residents of Hamilton Township. Um, you know, it, it is election time again. As you know, we started ramping up for uh, the November election. I'm on the ballot again this year, and uh, it seems like yesterday. Uh, you know, these these terms go so quickly. Mayor, it's-
0: I know I, I know yours is three and not four years, but tell me, this three years did not go by in the blink of an eye.
8: It. Absolutely went by in the blink of an eye. It seems like yesterday uh, we were having a, I was having a conversation about running again, and uh, uh, you know here we are and uh, you know, and, and obviously, I am running again this year. Uh, we have a lot of great things happening, and I want to see them through. Uh, we have a great team, and uh, you know, we 're looking forward to um, you know uh, running a, a very very successful campaign and uh, you know we 'll see what happens come uh, November eighth.
0: This is something that's very important. I'm a big believer that these are always, you know, a a job interview for reemployment. You know, you're looking to re-up. And and then that is predicated upon how did you do promises made versus promises kept? How about right after the break? uh, I've put that question. I dropped the gauntlet down. Uh, How have you done in your estimation promises made versus promises kept? As you look for the, um, your employer to uh, re-up you for another three years. Mayor Kane continues right after this. Don't go away. Much more. Straight ahead. On the Hurley in the Morning program as well on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And check out the app. If you, if you navigate, if you prefer with your digital devices to use actually the WPGTalkRadio.com uh, URL, the website, great. Uh, the app is very, very convenient as well, and most people do use the app, but check out the digital content because a lot a lot of content producers and also we put up put up a lot this weekend that um, you definitely uh, uh, took a look at. we know that, uh, and we thank you for it and we've put up a few pieces this morning as well, including a piece about Senator Gormley when for twenty two plus years. He lived at the Atlanta County Jail, if you will, in the house right directly connected next door adjacent to the old Atlanta County Jail. It's a great story. Check it out. We have comments from Senator Gormley, also from Atlanta County Clerk Joe Girallo, Prince Among Men. Uh, and uh, what else did we do? Oh, I, I mentioned this to you the last couple of weeks. I have fallen in love with the Gateway Theater, the Gateway Playhouse. And we now in the past two weeks, we have seen three plays, two different Chicago, the high school edition and this past Saturday night. And it was it was just marvelous. So was Chicago. Bye Bye Birdie. And it was just wonderful. So we really got to take a look at last week, the older, if you will, children actors, Some are 18. So they're young, majority age adults. But this was the the nine to 13 year olds and a couple of 14-year-olds with the um, Bye Bye Birdie. Uh, So you can read about that as well on the app or the website. We'll be back with Mayor Kane in just a moment. The
1: WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by Ambient Comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It
0: is 21 minutes past the hour. We are back with the Auto Plaza at English Creek's Charles Kane. A reminder for your automobile service parts and sales needs, do as I do, not as I say. I say it too, but do as I do. Uh, Call 609-646-2447 or visit them on the virtual, I call the virtual store, myautoplaza.com. So, Mayor, right before the break, we were talking about Hamilton Township and your upcoming uh, election day, November 8th, uh, in terms of promises made versus promises kept in the form of a job re-interview, if you will, for re-employment. What are your thoughts? Well,
8: Mayor, I I do appreciate that. I mean, one of the things, uh, you know, when we, uh, when I, when I ran for election the last uh time one of the platforms that that I had was expanding recreation one of the things that um you know I'm very proud of is uh, uh you know concentrating on our children if we concentrate on our children keep them engaged keep them active you know uh it 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 helps to keep them uh from their minds uh wandering and getting into trouble and and I believe that we should as a community, we need to concentrate on children. Uh, we are in the process of, uh, and, and it's out the bid right now, of finally uh, completing the expansion at the Leapy Track. Um, this is going to be the largest expansion of recreation in the township in, in 25 years. And, and the, the Hamilton Township still has porta-potties at their, ma- at their major uh, recreation complex. Um, and that will be ending in the very near future, which we 're very proud of that i mean it 's time and, and I listen to individuals that have been on a dais in the past and say well we 've been talking about that for years, and I keep saying we 're a committee of action, not not a committee of talk so we 're very very excited about that and that 's one of the the main things. but the other thing that you know I talked about a lot when I was running, and I still talk about is um, you know uh, the individuals that work for the township they enjoy their raises, so um, they enjoy to get across the Living raise, uh, you know, they're, they're entitled to it, and that means that every year our budget goes up. Um, so you have to continue to look for for ways in order to, you know, offset that and not burden taxpayers. And I think that's one thing that we've done very well as a committee, and that's finding new efficiencies. Uh, yeah. You know, from joining the new county court system um, to. Uh, uh um the MUA as you know I know you're you privileged to this uh, the MUA uh, will be moving into we just signed a uh, a long-term lease with them they're going to be moving into town hall uh the center of our building in town hall that the office that used to be occupied by the um, county court I mean I'm sorry the the township court and uh, that's going to save uh m- hundreds of thousands of dollars for the MUA over over the next uh, 10 years uh, and again create smaller government one location to go to as opposed to multiple um, and uh, you know those are the types of things that we're continuing to do on a daily basis and of course economic development. I think that uh, you know that's one of the passions of mine land use in, in uh, Hamilton Township is uh, a major passion of mine and uh, we have some really great projects that are on the books. Uh, the Wheat and the Mill Complex, we're hoping that uh, we're, we're in the final stages of a little bit of language um, but that is a project that's finally going to come to fruition. Uh, we kept the pressure on them, we kept negotiating with them, kept working with them um, and that's the key. Pressure, and um, being able to uh, help them get along with their project um, so you keep the projects moving along. Uh, we have another major, major announcement that I'm hoping we'll be able to break on your show in the next week or two. And and, and then, of course, uh, I, I talked to you about the Economic Development Commission. Pivoting Our we've done such a great job as a, as a uh, committee. And uh, the real, new real estate agent we hired and the new board for the Industrial Commission of selling the property finally in our industrial park after decades, marketing it properly, getting it uh, sold to create jobs and rateables. And, and, and um, we're transforming our Industrial Commission into an Economic Development Commission, which will concentrate on commercial growth throughout all the corridors in Hamilton Township um, to help offset the uh, tax base for the individuals. So I'm very excited about the things that are happening. And and that's just a touch. And uh, as we prepare the campaign, you know, we're we're writing up these successes and and what the future looks like and what we're going to do in the next term. And I'm going to be excited to be talking about that as we move
0: forward. You know, you touched on the uh, cost of living uh, adjustments. They are earned. They are deserved and they are necessary. Social Security recipients are going to receive their biggest in the longest time. Ten percent still doesn't cover how much things have gone up by. I made mention this morning in the six o'clock hour. We went to my favorite big box store where you get the best deals. It is stunning just how much we we've um, since the pandemic. We have pretty much. We always used to go get everything, and from the pandemic and almost until right now, with a a few exceptions, we now been going back. Uh, to, to Sam's Club, let's say, and some other places. But usually we just get everything delivered to us. It's not like you don't pay attention. But when you're not actually doing the shopping, you are doing it virtually. I can't explain it. But when you're walking around and you see these prices, even on things you're not purchasing, like I'm not a big chicken wing eater. Uh, as a lot of people are. This bag of chicken wings, which wasn't even that great in terms of the size, $35. I promise you that would have been like $9.99 before the uh the pandemic it's out of sight these prices and so these these cost of living adjustments are are no one should apologize for them i mean they they people need them i'll tell you a group that i feel terrible for and that's the public safety officers that got screwed by my friend chris christie that haven't had a cost of living adjustment in about 12 or 14 years can you imagine how little their paycheck how 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 much further it would go had they been receiving I'll put it in the affirmative had they been receiving cost of living increases it's terrible what they had done to them they earned that
9: uh mayor
8: I agree I mean uh, you know at the end of the day um you know they work very hard to um you know uh, make sure that the the vision that the council committee has is is put into action uh... for the community uh... and and they work hard every day to you know make sure that we have an amazing community and uh... you know it's it's very easy when those cost a living because again they deserve it um, just like everyone does if they do the proper job at work but um... you know when when <laughs> It's easy when that comes around. When you talk about a township of our size, uh, it's easy when it comes around just to say, "Okay, well, we need another three cents. So you just raise taxes." And you know, it's been our goal and my personal goal to to make sure that we don't do that. We need to find ways. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm committing, I mean, if if I'm fortunate enough to, uh, you know, be reelected again, uh, you know, that's my main goal, to make sure that there's zero tax increases across the board, that we continue to find new ways and new efficiencies in order to offset those necessary increases. So, um, but, you know, Mayor, one of the things we're up against here in Hamilton, like we always are, uh, if you look at what's, I, I mean, I know the script, I know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, you know, I, I can tell you the votes, I can tell you how, uh, you know, both parties have voted through the years and I know what's going to happen come election time uh, you know the Democrats will turn around and take all the successes of this uh, administration <laughs> and they will they will, they will will write them up in a nice little letter and they'll package them up and they'll send them out in a piece and say hey look at all the great things we did uh, meanwhile in the majority of the time they voted against it so uh, but that's something we understand and something we have to combat and you know does it fool everyone no does it fool few absolutely so um, you know that's why we have to be vigilant and uh, just continue to get our message out there and, and let people know the great things that we've done.
0: Halftime break. We're going to be right back, approaching 30 minutes past the hour. We do get the bonus extra few minutes right before Brian Kilmeade, which we always put to good use here on the Auto Plaza at English Creek weekly radio program starring Mayor Charles Kane, the mayor of Hamilton Township. For your automobile service parts and sales needs, the Auto Plaza at English Creek, 6122 East, Black Horse Pike, Egg Harbor Township on the web at MyAutoPlaza.com. The phone number for service parts or sales, 609-646-2447. We'll be back with Mayor Kane.
1: I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio
0: 95.5. Thank you. We're back 35 minutes past the hour with Mayor Charles Kane. We're talking about Dateline Hamilton Township with your mayor of Hamilton Township, Mayor Charles Kane. Mayor, time is yours.
8: Well, Mayor, as we were speaking before uh, the break, we talked about a few things that, um, uh, you know, that are, that are going on that are extremely positive in Hamilton Township. We talked about how the Democrats will, will inevitably, as they do every year, um, steal that message, uh, pass it off as their own and uh and and we have to combat that but we're used to that and and you know i think uh, those in the know know w- you know where the truth lies the other issue we're dealing with one hey, of the- hey by we- the
0: way to show how shameless they've been over the years there were times they voted no and then would take credit for the accomplishment later
8: Many times, many times. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm confident that this year will be, be no different. And, um, you know, uh, one of the things that we've been asking individuals is, and, and, it's, and it's been working for us, uh, you know, we have a uh, Township of Hamilton YouTube page where the meetings um, that are held the first and third to, uh, Monday every month at, at 6.30 p.m. at Town Hall, those meetings are rebroadcast. Um, on the Township of Hamilton YouTube page. And we've been asking and trying to increase the viewership of those meetings. And we went from 50, 60 views a meeting to on average up well over 400 we're trying to get that up to 500 600 we would even hope to see a thousand at some point because we're, we're we're asking people not to get their news off of social media to get it from the source i mean you know the, the truth is on that video that that video is the truth uh the sound and and what you see is what's actually happening not what you read on social media we have a local gadfly that that Uh, has determined that anything we do uh, they want to try to twist and and make people think that it's something different. Uh, I'll give you for instance I mean we lost uh, through the pandemic Hamilton Township lost over 30 million dollars in commercial rateables. so our concentration with the industrial park and the industrial commission uh, has been paramount because that's the way we got to a zero tax increase this year by increasing rateables, and uh, one of the reasons and uh, this individual is out there on social media saying how we're attacking me personally that I'm attacking the industrial commission and trying to dissolve the industrial commission, uh, to the point where the industrial commission chair had to go on and answer it online and say that he's fully on board with it and is looking for the opportunity to further serve the residents of the town by bringing real tax relief through economic development to the residents. But these are the types of things that you have to constantly combat. Um, you know, the, the lies that were put out about the MUA being sold, um, you know, we've, open dialogue with the MUA and have come to a a, a great conclusion with them moving in the town hall, which is going to save them from having to build, spend $3 million on a new building. Um, and it's going to save them uh, $290,000 over the next uh, several years. So, um, you know, but these are things that... Uh, the public's being misled about. So we're asking the public and we're asking the voting public and the taxpayers of Hamilton Township to go on the Township of Hamilton YouTube, view the meetings and see for yourself exactly what the truth is.
0: Does it uh, sort of crystallize and make a whole lot of sense that, that the adversaries have to resort to just flat out falsehoods in order to try to, to uh, put down the effort of what's going on. I mean, why would someone have to, not tell the truth or if we want to use the word lie about about things that are just so easily verifiable
8: well because the truth doesn't fit their narrative and the truth makes myself and the committee members that have uh, consistently voted for these items makes them you know paints them in a good light so and-
0: you look good and the one they want you to make they want you to look bad
8: well, of course, because if you look good and 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 the, and the voters see that, they put yeah. you in office again. And yeah. if the goal is not to you know, allow you to be in office, you know, you put the lies out there. And if people, and again, it goes right back to what we said. At the top of this show, Mayor, um, you know people are busy with their lives, especially you know as, as hard as the pandemic has been on them, and now with inflation and uh, you know the, the the lack of supplies and empty store shelves, they're busy, and you know they read the headline.
0: You you have been doing cybermetrics analytics, whatever you want to call it, before almost anybody that I know. So you always have a very good feel. Uh, what's going on if it's election day you know who has voted and who needs to still get out I mean you're very very um, accomplished in, in in that arena what does your gut tell you and anything that you know maybe that's more than anecdotal tell you in terms of do you believe the citizens of Hamilton Township understand who's responsible for good results
8: you know mayor that's my job that is my job to get out into the community and and visit with uh, the residents, visit with the voters face to face, and and let them ask the questions directly to me, um, and and let them you know uh, hear it from me exactly what's going on and how we're doing it and what the future looks like. Uh, that's my job, and and trust me when I tell you, uh, you know, do I feel very good about this election? Of course I do. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we've done an amazing job. I think. Um, and I believe that most voters would agree with me. Um, and it's not from hard, it's not from a lack of hard work. I gotta tell you, uh, I spend an inordinate amount of time at town hall. Uh, it's a passion of mine. I enjoy it. I love it. I love this town. Um, I love doing great things for it. But it, it is my job. Uh, you know, I'm going into this election as if I'm down 400, 500 votes, and it's my job to make sure that I inform the public of exactly what we've done, what we've accomplished, and what we're going to accomplish moving forward. So, um, you know, that is something that we're doing. We're we're in full swing with that right now, and and I'm excited about it. I love knocking on doors. I love meeting and greeting people, um, and, and having that conversation. So, um, I'm looking forward to it and, and, uh, you know, it's that time again and, and I'm looking forward to it.
0: Mayor, we're going to be right back. Don't go away. When we come back, we'll be uninterrupted for the rest of today's program. We're going to make it count. It is the auto plaza at English creeks, Charles Kane, who is the mayor of Hamilton Township. We've had a, bit of discussion back and forth about all things auto plaza and also what's happening at the national scene and then we brought it right down to the local level what's happening right in hamilton hamilton township that's hamilton township atlantic county 609-646-2447 to make an appointment if you are looking for automobile service parts or sales if you have an automobile that you would like to trade in give mayor kane an opportunity to um Give it a look over and and tell you exactly what you have on your hands. They're an honest broker where you can take what they tell you um, and and trust it, which is very, very important these days. They're on the web at MyAutoPlaza.com, 609-646-2447 is their number. The Auto Plaza at English Creek with Mayor Charles Kane and yours truly.
1: Early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station.
7: To you, my love. My heart, I surrender just as soon as I deal with Yonder Fender Bender because my ice cream truck is the way I make cash. So I'll buy you a ring when
2: I lose this dress rash.
1: Owning a small business isn't always as lovely as it sounds, but at least Progressive Commercial saves you money with personalized discounts. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. I'm going
7: to make you so happy sometime next year, I
6: hope. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage and discounts not available for all vehicles or states. Policy terms and conditions apply. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies Advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL.
1: Brian Kilmeade is next at 10. Now, back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
0: With Mayor Charles Kane, it is 48 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Tell a friend. Uh, that this is South Jersey's number one news talk radio station all because of you, and we know it. Mr. Mayor, the time belongs to you, my friend.
8: Well, Mary, I appreciate uh, us having the opportunity to talk about the great things going here and uh, going on here in Hamilton Township, and and I look forward to us having many more conversations as we get into the uh, heat of campaign season here. And uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, I love this town, and I want to be part of shaping its future once again. So I hope the uh, voters come out and uh, support me as they always have in a big way. And uh, if you, you know, again, if you have questions about what's going on in your town. Please log on to Township of Hamilton YouTube, watch the latest meeting, um, and and see exactly what's happening. Don't get your information off of uh, social media. And... Uh Mayor, I I, I appreciate, uh, again, having the opportunity to talk about it. And, you know, I tell you, Friday night was a a nice night. The annual 4-H fair uh, kicked off here in Hamilton again. And, you know, there's so many volunteers that make that happen. And uh, I really appreciate uh, all they do uh, for the future farmers of America there. Uh, But this is the first year in many, many years that the temperature wasn't a hundred degrees uh, i was out there friday night um uh, and and you know as you know we do the car show every year and um it was absolutely the most beautiful night that i've seen out there in so long uh the temperature was perfect the crowd was huge and uh, the car show itself had over 70, per, uh, had 70 participants. So it grew again this year. And, and next year, the goal is to see that over 100 cars. And wow. it was nice to see, as you know, uh, my love for, for classic automobiles, uh, some extremely unique pieces. I have to tell you, I saw cars in this car show um, that uh, out of the hundreds of car shows I've been to, I, I haven't seen vehicles like it. So, it was a Mayor,
0: better- how hard was this one to judge?
8: Well, you know, it was it was extremely hard because, um, as as I told him, as we looked forward to the future, um, the diversity of cars uh, lends itself to uh, you have to increase the categories because it's very hard to uh, compare a 1993 Euro camper van um, to a 72 uh, Dually Camper, uh, uh, grande sierra pickup um it's almost impossible you can't compare the two so um you know in order to be fair for all the different types of vehicles the classes are going to have to be increased to incorporate that so uh, but Phenomenal time! Uh, Everyone was happy. It was great to see people out enjoying themselves, and uh, uh, you know, I hope uh, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing how they did. Uh, But I I, I can imagine uh, from the crowds that I saw and I heard there throughout the weekend that it was obnoxiously successful for them this year.
0: That's fantastic! And now the um, the Memorial Car Show is named after John
8: it is it is you know uh John uh, that was his idea, uh you know Joni has been volunteering for four h uh, as for forty years um, uh John being her husband uh, as part of the four h he came up with the car show and uh, they have named it after him, you know we lost him to COVID last year uh tragic situation and um you know, uh, it, was, it was sad not to see him there this year, but they had him prominently displayed at the uh, sign in booth, uh, which was very nice. A beautiful picture of him and, and uh, renaming it after him, I think, was a fitting tribute.
0: That's a wonderful event. And it, I don't recall exactly, but was last year's in the 50 some number of cars? So this is substantially more, substantially bigger.
8: It, it, yes, and, and, uh, you know, I believe by the, uh, you know, the individuals that I talked to there, uh, they love this show, they love the venue, they, um, you know, there's going to have to be some considerations made for the configuration of parking as it continues to grow, Um, but, um, you know, I expect that uh, next year we'll see it uh, grow uh, considerably, so. The goal next year, again, would be 100 cars, and I believe that they'll easily hit it.
0: Uh, you, you have a pretty good memory when it comes to this kind of thing. What were some of the more memorable automobiles in the car show?
8: I'll tell you, what, uh, the car that actually took uh, the, the show was a very rare car. If you remember the boxy Chevelles, it was a 64 Chevelle. SS uh, in um, I forgive me you know how they name these colors but it was a um, a uh, almost like a, a sage green metallic and I forget the actual factory name on it and it had a uh, a, a crate five hundred two uh, motor in it which was and it was done absolutely fantastic that was a beautiful vehicle
0: and le- and let me guess because I know the four door is not as desirable even though that's the car that my brother Don and I had I liked having four doors. But I, I know the two-door uh, is more collectible. Uh, I'm, I didn't get to see it, so I'm just going to make a, just a blind prediction. It was a two-door Chevelle, correct?
8: That is absolutely correct.
0: Yeah, I mean, I knew it. Uh, now, you know I love the Chevelle, and that was our first car, my brother Don and I, the 1972 Chevy Chevelle. We had the four-door with the gas tank behind the license plate. Was that the same in '64?
8: Uh, You know what? That that's a good question. I don't want to answer that incorrectly. I am not sure on sixty-four. I don't remember if it was in the quarter or if behind the license plate. But, um, but that was a special car. Uh, And and I I tell you, one of the great things was to see the shock in the owner's face when he took the first prize. Um, You know, uh, some people just appreciate the car and they build them for themselves and they want to get out and display them. Um, And and you know, at the end of the day, to actually win the award. Uh, I could tell the joy in this man's face. Uh, he was he was he was validated, and 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 that was uh, really nice to see. Um, but and again, the GMC pickup was something special. And and you know, you look, you, know, you have the the typical um, you know panel vans that you see at these all. I mean, at these car shows, um, there were newer Corvettes. There was a '64 um, Beetle that was had wow. airbags on it that was dropped and lowered, which was you would have really appreciated that car. You're telling um, me again, a
0: '64 volkswagen beetle with with airbags
8: airbags this car would sit completely on the ground the suspension the wheels turned in in order to when it collapsed on its suspension the wheels turned in in order to let the car sit completely on the ground um uh, uh um, pivoting uh, opening front and rear windshield and, and and rear um rear glass uh target top on it just a really nice piece um And, uh, you know, that was something different in the show this year. Uh, So, you know, there were a lot of examples like that, Mayor. And I could talk. I could probably go down and name every single car. I won't do that and bore your listeners because it's something that I enjoy. But, um, you know, if I start in my mind's eye and I start from the back corner, I could probably go down and name every car. That's how much I enjoy doing this.
0: I know. I I, I love it, too. I, I just looked it up. It appears I'll spend more time. No, no, we don't have another break. I was going to say, I'll spend more time during the break. We did our last break. Uh, what am I saying? So it appears someone's asking a question. I recently bought a 1964 Chevelle 300, and I just can't find the gas cap. I think it was covered at some point during the bodywork by the last owner. But does anyone know where it was originally? And someone did answer uh, under the rear license tag holder. This this uh, question is from the year 2000. Uh, so, if I kept looking, I'm sure I could get a more definitive determination, but I think it's um I think it is so i If I had to guess, I would have said it's behind the fill um the gas fill was behind the rear license plate, and uh what was so cool about that was the license plate was mounted to a stainless steel bracket, and the bracket was hinged. You couldn't see the hinges though. And it looked perfect because it's bolted just like it would be if it was bolted directly you know to the car, only it's bolted actually to only the um the uh the decoy flap and then you would just bend that back and the reason they snapped from time to time after many many years was because people you know were rough on them at the fill in and then jamming the 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 the, the gas nozzle in and then it, it you know it would take a beating ours lasted um it broke maybe about i think in a year or so after we had it which would have been 1979 by then and we, we we were able to get it fixed but that was one of the great novelties because i used to um take it around and offer people up to see how long it takes you find the uh the fill so i think that you know you and i talk about the one that's that's behind the back light, the I think it's the back driver's side light, that's pretty cool that that is hinged and pops up and you can fill there. Uh, some of, of course, the older cars filled at the front underneath a hood ornament or something like that. But I always thought that that gas fill being behind that license plate was pretty unique.
8: It was. And, uh, you know, it was it was easy for the manufacturer to do it that way with the location of the fuel tank. And it was a minimal run. But there were a host of problems with the design. And, and um, you know, now with the safety incorporating, the, you know, safety features in the cars uh, and and trying to lower the center of gravity, they've move, moved the fuel tanks in most cases in front of the um, rear axles. Um, and, uh, you know, it was it, it was a, it was. Something that its time had come and passed and, and um you know now obviously we know that most of them are located in the quarter panels on, on both vehicles.
0: Mayor, by the way, uh it was sixty two degrees when I went out this morning and it I didn't notice it in my driveway, but when I pulled into broadcast center, the, the diagram light pops up and it showed all four tires were two pounds lighter in each tire than they were the last time I drove the car, which was Saturday. Saturday night, two pounds. So obviously I don't, I don't have four, you know, uh, tires with, with slow air leaks. That shows you the difference between 105 heat index and when you go down to like 60 degrees. Big difference.
8: You know, Mary, that's that's the one thing we see the most of and we have the most questions of um, during the change of seasons when we see the uh, temperatures, you know, go from extremes back to normals. Um, that's the biggest biggest thing we see. I mean, and, and to your point, we will probably have a parade of vehicles through there today where we'll adjust higher pressures, obviously at no charge for individuals um, to prevent it from happening. But it-
0: So when you're down like that and if it gets hot 80 degrees and it, and it starts to come back, should you, should I put two pounds into each tire?
8: I, I would because what happens is, um, you know, there is a range, and, and that range could be four pounds, six pounds, uh, depending on on the particular tire. It could be two pounds, um, and that range. So I would I would set them, have them reset um, to the door jam in order to prevent that that from happening. And you know, it would have to get extremely. You know, there would have to be a, a real extreme, like a you know a frost warning or something, for it to to change after yeah. the fact. So
0: mine calls for thirty eight in each tire, although it does have this thing that confuses me all the time. I don't know if it's if you're towing a a boat or something or whatever it is, which says you could go up even more than that to like forty something, but it, it says thirty eight regular. Uh, so I'm going to do it on my on my way home. Uh, I'll take care of it. Yeah.
8: So well, and and you know, if you're if you're in the area, as you know, you're always welcome to stop by, and we'll do it for you. As with any 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 listener or any customer, I mean, we'd be more than happy to set them for you properly.
0: Appreciate that, Mayor. Uh, we've got about five minutes left in your program. What would you like to close with?
8: Well, Mayor, um, you know, again, uh, tonight's township meeting, I'm excited about the agenda and things that we're going to be able to accomplish. And, uh, you know, again, please, uh, if you, if you want to know what's going on in Hamilton Township or you have residents and, and family or friends in Hamilton Township, tell them to go on TownshipOfHamiltonYouTube.com and and view the meetings and see what's going on in your town and, and offer input. You can hey, always- Mayor,
0: not lost on me. I have to tell you, not lost on me is... Many of our politicians, many of our elected officials, they don't want people at the meeting. They don't want people viewing the meeting uh, virtually if, if they've set up to do that. Uh, you're just the opposite because you have people lying about what's going on. You want them to see actually what's going on. It's complete transparency. It's opposite of the way that the sneaks work. I love it.
8: Well, and, and isn 't that the way government's supposed to operate yeah um, that 's the way it 's supposed to be and yeah. and, and again, uh, you know uh, i 'm excited to be able to do this uh, it 's something that I really, really enjoy and, and I love working for the voters so um, you know, please uh, get out, support us um, and and we 'll keep doing the great things that we can in Hamilton. If you have ideas and you have thoughts, mayor at township dot com feel free to reach out to me. Um, all the emails. Uh, get answered. And uh, I'd be more than happy to listen to your comments, your concerns. And, and um, if there's something that we can uh, do with it, we certainly will. So, how,
0: how strong do you believe your case for re I'll call it reappointment, re reemployment, if you want to say reelection? How strong do you think your case is?
8: Well, Mayor, listen. If if you look at it on the surface, it should be uh, you know it really should be a no brainer, um, you know the, at the end of the day. But you know we don't. T- I I personally do not take any election. You know how close they can be here in Hamilton, um, and when you have individuals spreading lies and and, and deceit, um, you know we don't take any any election. Uh, lightly. And, uh, you know, the goal here is to work as hard as we possibly can to bring home a victory in November for the, uh, residents and the voters of Hamilton Township. So, I, and of course myself. I mean, look, uh, you know, I'm a competitive person. Do I want to win? Absolutely, I want to win. Um, but, uh, you know, I think we have a, a great, um, we have great momentum. We have great things happening. And, uh, you know, I want to keep them going. Unfortunately, as you know, municipal government, just like state and federal government works so slowly. So the things that you started three years ago, uh, you know, they may be starting right now. So to get another term and be able to finish the great things that are happening and start new ones, I'm really excited about.
0: Mayor, you have an idea. Uh, and I know that you've done a lot of uh, research about it. We've written a extensive piece on the app at and at WPG dot com about it. And it is the um, the vehicles, the unique vehicles that will that will traverse at a certain speed limit. Uh, how is that um, is that gaining both popularity and momentum? What's happening with that?
8: I tell you, that's an exciting thing. We're going to be the first mainland community with it. The state is taking a little bit more time than we would desire uh, because they are um, they're looking to model this throughout the state if if, if it's successful here in Hamilton. So uh, the study on on one we're down the study on one single intersection and that intersection um several different roads uh, uh transcended that one spot so that intersection once we get the data from that which uh, they already have they're analyzing it now um we should get the final answer and we're hoping we're going to get that within the next uh, uh week or so
0: i think it's it's usually popular i think it gives your community a very cool vibe and people seem to love it
8: well, one of the things we're blessed with here in Hamilton, and we talk about it, is, I mean, we are situated uniquely, uh, more so than other communities, surrounding communities. We're situated between the bulkhead, the Egg Harbor River that goes out to, obviously, um, the ocean, and, and of course, uh, the scenic, uh, uh, Great Lake Harbor River uh, for canoeing paddling kayaking, and and of course lenape lake we 're situated in between two of them with a historic downtown, so you know having a low speed vehicle community where people can get out, traverse the downtown, get out of their neighborhoods and and um, you know not, not have those barriers that a car has has uh, with windows and doors we 're hoping it 's going to promote a sense of community um, and uh, you know spur uh activity uh, on our main street in our downtown area
0: mayor final 10 seconds
8: mayor i enjoy this time with you and your listeners every monday morning and remember mayor it's always a great day to buy a car
0: at the auto plaza at english creek thank you mr mayor have a great day you too thank you my friend uh brian kilmeade is here we already have two new pieces of content up this morning and some really good stuff from over the weekend that as uh, i can just tell has been very popular and we thank you for your readership check it out and all the other content creators on the app and at wpgtalkradio.com here is our good friend